The following content was created by two niggas who will always survive to the end of the horror movie. Start the show. White people. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not drinking yet. Oh, man. Um, that's appropriate. I was just watching Stranger Things. <laughs> so I guess that's, I guess that's appropriate. Um, niggas plus information plus alcohol equals opinions <laughs> while black. <laughs> your wow. black ass cheat sheet for the week in foolishness and fuckery. I am your boy Oz. And I'm probably walking out the movie during the opening credits. <laughs> at at the at the first oh hell no point in the movie, I'm out. So we're gonna we're gonna talk about this a little later, but um I I I burned through Stranger Things mm. um in pretty much twenty four hours. Um Tristan's a big Stranger Things fan, so mm-hmm. we we kept correspondence that way. Um, like this is it's not really a spoiler, but <sighs> dumbass Steve. Uh, Steve always tried. Steve always tried to prove some shit. <clears throat> Goes and checks some shit out. Mm-hmm. Got you know in the horror movies you go and check some shit out and you get to the point where you can safely say something's up exactly that way guys, but you have to go in for a closer look. Mm-hmm. See that's that oh hell no point that I'm dumbass talking about. Steve goes in for a closer look. Nope, bullshit ensues. Don't need it. And I I was sitting there. What other fam? What other evidence do you need of some shit being up? Then a red glow over that way. Fam, that's all you had to say. Yep, it's some shit down there. <laughs> so, yeah, there's that point of no return in I, horror. I don't, again, I don't, I don't need to, there's nothing that I need to verify. I see anything glowing anywhere. It's time to go. That is, that is, that's. That's the end of me in the movie. Wrap it up. <laughs> the grass <laughs> could just roll. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he, you, you, you could just cast me as an extra. He went home and asked no questions about, about that red glow over in corner, the end. <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and the monster was just chilling, waiting. The, the critics are going to eat the movie up. <laughs> well, I, 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 really, I really don't understand what was going on with the movie. I mean, there was a thing glowing and... Oh, it's gonna be perfect. Oh, oh, it's gonna be brilliant. They gonna call it brilliant. A twenty four do it. And Damien just walked away from it. I mean, <laughs> why even have it in the movie? I'm telling you, if A twenty four do it, they gonna think it's brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, I, I, yeah, I'm not. 
Black people do. Black people do it. We're, we're fighting stereotypes and shit. If Florence, what's her name, from a Black Widow, do it, yeah, it's subverting all kind of genres <laughs> and transcending, nigga. No, it's white people making good decisions, and because white people have never seen other white people making good decisions, yeah, you know, of course. Then again, there are black people that have never seen black people, other black people making good decisions. Case in point, T.I.'s son, King, uh, the one that raps, or he, he raps on tour now, um, was just randomly cussing people out at a Waffle House. Oh, really? First of all, why are you T.I.'s son at Waffle House? Why? There's places, there's places as Atlanta royalty that you don't ever need to be. I feel like Waffle House is one of them. You never need to, I like Waffle House. You never need to see me at one if I'm T.I.'s son. So no matter how rich you get, you're never going back to Frenchie's. Well, DoorDash, well, Frenchie's is available on DoorDash. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the point. Fresh is readily available on DoorDash, so I don't need to leave the house to do that. I'm sure Waffle House is too. No, I I feel like I feel like the food wouldn't slap as hard. You said as hard as if Waffle House is good. You got to go to the right Waffle House. I, I, if if the Waffle House you see see y'all go to the Waffle House with the with the nigga with uh. With, with, with the with the nigga who this is his part time gig, he does the overnight shift and all that. No, I want to go to the real Waffle House with a white lady with cankles named Madge, <laughs> who puts butter in absolutely everything. I'm just thinking, like anything tastes good when you're drunk at three o'clock in the morning. That's also true. Yeah, that is also true. I'm just saying. Anyway, I need you to go to Waffle House sober for lunch on a weekday. And see if the same energy is kept. Outside is open, and I don't see much these days. I might. That might be an adventure. I might get my niggas together. We'll make that an adventure. Uh, we might need to drink afterwards. <laughs> um, how's your week, dude? Well, what episode is it? What is it? Is it episode? 183? I think it's 183? Yeah, it's 183. I think. Should be. Most likely. D. Randall, you were booked and busy. Uh, I was. Well, you were on vacation. I was on vacation. Hit that man with the air horns, bro. Yeah. yeah this is episode one eighty three. Yeah, I was. I was on vacation. Actual vacation. Um, went to Greece. How was that? Greece is great. Uh, you know, uh, went out there with a couple friends. One of them being Curly Nerd Jess. You know, shout out to Jess, man. We out here doing big things. I saw you. I saw you out there living the life. She's still out there, back at home. It's all good. Okay. Uh, nice. Very nice place. For so for this this growing list of countries that I am willing to live in, when the U.S. becomes completely uninhabitable, Greece has jumped into the. Uh, they're, they're somewhere in the top five. Okay. Very you know nice country. Um, people are great. It's very affordable. By all appearances, and the food is spectacular. Okay, like, okay. 
I did not have one meal in Greece that did not 100% completely slap. I'm not even talking about okay. I'm not even talking about that was pretty good. No. Because Greece probably spends less money on um, random backgrounds with LED lighting that everyone can take (laughs) selfies behind. Yeah. I mean, they they have, you know, it's a very picturesque place. It's a very beautiful place. Lots of islands, lots of beaches, uh, lots of outdoor dining options. Okay. And, you know, of course, I'm judging this as I as I visit there during, you know, just before the peak traveling season. So I don't sure. know if it's unbearable when, when actual people, people are there. Right. But loved it. Very nice. Got to unplug. And, and as a person who is a lifelong fan of Greek and Roman mythology, for me, you know, that, that little mythology geek, geek in me, this was a... Bonus trip. Oh, you got to visit some of the historical ruins. Yeah, I got to visit, um, you know, uh, you know. first of all, Athens itself is a city that, you know, predates the biblical era. So, you know, that city is thousands of years old, and, and they have quite a few ruins scattered throughout the city that you can still visit that have been well-preserved. Um, one of the most notable being the Acropolis. Okay. Directly in the center of the city. Um. You know, and I went to the Acropolis Museum as well so that I could see all the shit that the Greeks stole from the Egyptians. Yep. I see y'all. Y'all ain't slick. Egyptians I, did it better. Egyptians. I, no, that deserves an ether. Yeah. <laughs> That's you know, an ether. I see y'all trying to do that little weak-ass sphinx. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, you know, it's all good. Yeah, that's good. Um, that's good, know, man. Plato and Socrates and all them. Y'all niggas ain't slick. Okay, okay, yeah, hit them with the, yeah, yeah, they, they, yeah we see you, we see you, but a, a, old white people. Yeah, fun place, they don't seem bothered by black people at all, which is always a, a good sign. That's a plus. You know, they just, they just see us as Americans. So. That's fair, I'll go with it. So, you know, my, my money spent as well as anybody else's. So. I was going to say. So they were all good. I was going to say, I don't give a fuck what color you are, just as long as the money's green. Yep. Yeah, there you go. Or digital. <laughs> right <laughs> hell yeah um well, that's what's up man I, you know i tell you uh same old bullshit back home uh oh i went to a, a job interview or something resembling a job interview what i blew off work on friday to go to this job interview hit him with the ether uh be going son that, that's close <laughs> that's close uh yeah i blew off work uh on friday to go to this job interview uh, I figure if worse comes to worst, at least it was a good time to take a mental health day. There you go. Um, having said that, I so I should have. I, I was already a little suspicious. I didn't remember filling this application out. When I looked on Indeed, and I did. Um. I was clearly in a in a indeed application trance at work when I was filling this out. That's <laughs> so you were just clicking on everything at one point. Man, it was cast like, a wide net, bro. Like click fuck. Click it, this fuck click it. job. I I was clearly somebody who just pissed me off. Fuck it. One of these jobs get me the fuck out of here. Um so as a matter of fact, let me take you through this experience real quick. Let me give you a bridge version of this experience. Um, they text me, they text me the time and place. They need to talk to me. 
I was trying to get it pushed back for next week, but it was literally a next day thing. Mm. And they just need to talk to me. My director really wants to talk to you. Okay, fine. Um, I just, anytime from 11 to 1 is good. I say, okay, 11. Let me be one of the first motherfuckers to walk in here. Um, they give me the, the address. It's, it, it's a respectable looking office building. Mm-hmm. Um, there's even kind of a security guard downstairs who has no idea where you're going. Uh, it took me a few floors to figure it out. I go in. The job interview waiting room is a is very much a twi- a old school Twilight Zone experience. You're stuck in a room with four or five people. Mm-hmm. All of these people pick the eleven o'clock slot simultaneously, or all given the eleven o'clock slot simultaneously. No one saw anything wrong with this, as far as scheduling goes. Because they're gonna make all y'all wait regardless. Correct. So, you've got let's see, four or five people, including myself, and they all fit the job interview bill. So you have the semi-business casual nerdy chick. Mm -hmm. I sit down and she's eyeing and she's eyeing me, and I'm kind of like, and and not that she's not pretty, but. I look. I don't like being stared at. And I look over and go, "Hi." All y'all are going for the same job. All of us are going for the same job. And, but she goes, "Let me ask you something. Did you get a feel for what this job actually is?" And I feel like I skimmed the description. Um, uh, uh, coordinator, um, fundraising coordinator. I said, "Sure, yeah, that seemed about right." And she goes, "Huh." I'm just trying to, I, I'll be honest with you, I'm just trying to kind of figure out if it's worth my time. That's fair. Mm. Just trying to psych you out. Competition, competition. Mm-hmm. So, on the other side of me is this nerdy nigga. It's this nigga who clearly took the seminar. He is dressed, to, he is dressed for the job he wants. And he clearly wants to be a salesman of some sort. Mm-hmm. A salesman who looks like a CEO. Um, he goes, it seems like some kind of startup. I'm looking around at the office itself. I had to text my friend. The office did not look lived in. You know, you know an office that has been there for some time looks lived in to a point. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's stuff on the front desk. Yeah. There's... Current magazines. Because I worked at a bookstore, I know magazines when they're current and when they're not. Yeah. The plants were placed oddly. It looks like whatever decor, which was just a world map, (laughs) was the decor that the builders covered up a hole with Mm -hmm. and has been there since this place opened. But it was very bare and doesn't look complete and didn't look lived in. So I texted a few people, does this, does this place look odd to y'all? And so then there's a lady who comes in, this thick African chick with these lovely cheetah print shoes. Um, and maybe an inappropriately, inappropriately short skirt. And some foreign guy 
who came in t-shirt and jeans because he didn't know what to expect, and me in a polo and cargo shorts because no matter what this job this is, it's hot as fuck outside. And it was hot as fuck. Interesting. So the lady comes out. I'm going to keep this short as possible. The lady comes, so a lady comes out with a clipboard and goes, so, so did y'all all sign up for the, for the 11 o'clock time? We go, yes. She goes, okay, so we'll just take you alphabetically. That always puts me kind of somewhere in the middle. I can watch the other. Mm-hmm. I, can watch, I know I'm going to watch at least two or three people. Yeah. Um, and she's going, she's looking at, she has everybody fill out the initial interview paperwork. And she's looking at everybody's stuff, and she goes around, and she starts kind of, I, I call her the prepper. Because first she, looks, she goes, is, anybody here, is, is everybody here, who, who's, who's from Houston? And I had to turn off the air horn in my head. <laughs> Anytime you ask who's from Houston in my head, I go. <laughs> so I had to turn off the air horn in my head, and I Raise my hand. She's like, okay, we're okay. She's like, I was like, I'm born and raised. There are people who, and you have, I, in the job world, you have to do that now. You mm-hmm. have to ask who's from there because they have to understand this is not a remote job and you'll be making this commute semi regularly. Yes. Um, and it turns out we live in the same, we, well, she grew up in Hiram Clark. I was suspicious that she did not go to Madison. She lives, she grew up close to where I live. But she said she didn't want to make the walk to Madison, which is only like two blocks away. So she went to DeBakey. Uh, what? Just say you went to DeBakey. <laughs> like, <laughs> just say you wanted to go to a top 50 high school in the U.S. <laughs> DeBakey is usually the number one and number two school in the entire city. So just say that. Right. Don't say I didn't want to go to my home school because it was too far to walk. No, say I, I wanted to go to the high school for health professions. It's okay. Flex. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She, you can flex. It's fine. Um, but she knew. I was like, okay, so she's a real person. Fair enough. Then she starts talking. To, she, I, I'm telling you, she eyed people. and like the, like the girl next to me had cats. So she starts talking about how she was just looking up something on the internet about cats. And then I hate small talk, man. I do. I really do. Because then she got to the African chick, and she was like, "Oh, really? You're from Africa? What, what part of Africa?" And she named some place. And the girl, was, "Oh, okay." And we both looked at her like, "You don't, you don't know that. where that is. You can't find that on a fucking map." She probably said Zamunda. <laughs> probably like, yeah. Oh, I, I heard it's nice there. I heard it looks like Rick Ross's house. And the lady was like, "So what do you, so so?" So what what will we what will we be doing here? What will we be doing here? And she was like, um, there's a little bit of sales, oh. a little bit of marketing. Oh. Uh basically it's it's it it's teaching you how to be a leader and there's a lot of leader transferable management skills involved. And she goes, So what will we be doing? This sounds like multi level marketing. Fam. And she goes, Oh, well, my director will take you through all that. Uh, and this little white lady drags us in after the straight listening to the strangest playlist I've ever heard. How you go from waiting on the world to change to like Ashanti? I don't know. 
basically, it looks like fundraisers and fundraising and like nonprofits have started outsourcing to third parties that aren't quite pyramid schemes, but they might as well be. They use the same system. I said, no, I'm fine. I'm good on all of this. And it's okay for you to get up and walk away. I'm good on all of this. I think they called me for a second interview. I have not answered that. It's not going to happen. I'm, I'm desperate to get out of this shit. I'm not that desperate. I've always wondered what it's like to like, be a recruiter for a pyramid scheme. Oh, man. There's a lot, that's a lot of trouble that you have to go through to get people to not really feel that shit and just keep walking away from you. Correct. <clears throat> oh, my old boss at Half Price? She did this. Oh, did, that's how I knew. Because I was like, oh, this is something she would do. She fell for all the pyramid schemes. In the 10 years I worked there, she sold everything. She sold the knives. Uh, she, uh, she, sold the, she did the not-quite-Uber that didn't go anywhere. Um, she, tried to, she sold people vacation plans that involved them going to what looks like murder scene hotels. Um, she sold everything. She sold the, the cult coffee. Remember the coffee where the, everybody... The, the gold something. Remember, the, yeah, the coffee yeah. where everybody who sold it all of a sudden turned over to Jesus. And it was just all Jesus, Jesus quotes about prosperity. Yeah. Yeah, that shit. She totally would do this. I, I wouldn't be surprised if she was a recruiter. If my first day I went there, she was like, oh, hi. This lady, this lady took her kids' band candy, bought it from them, Hiked the price up 50 cents and sold it at our job at the counter. That's ingenuity. That's ingenuity. That's, uh, <clears throat> oh, yeah, that's snaky as fuck, which I should not, yeah. I, I'm not going to get into the story on the free version of this where she fucked the temp, but uh, it's a good one. Mm. Um, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I ain't with that company more. No more. I don't give a fuck. Um, but anyway, uh, I learned my lesson. That's my week. Um, and, I, and I went home and watched Love, Death, and Robots. Jabaro. Jabaro was hard. Man. Jabaro was hard. My shit was Kill Team Kill because that was just funny to me. That that was, yeah. Kill Team Kill was hard. It was it was very much. It, it, it was the most America. Yeah. Yeah. I would I would not recommend you for I would not recommend you for anything you were put up for. <laughs> I love that shit. So uh shout out to Joel McHale. I haven't seen him on anything in a while since community. Um Which one? I forgot who he was. He no, I think he was the 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 guy that survived the first attack. Okay. Um so yeah, shout out to Joel McHale. Um one uh, shout out to the new listeners. What the fuck are y'all doing here? <clears throat> the fuck are y'all doing here? Y'all just listen to me talk about my uh, talk about getting conned into an interview with a pyramid scheme. Y'all, mm, I don't know what's going on with y'all. Y'all need to send me the name of the person that sent y'all to this. <laughs> we need to have a direct talk with him. We seriously, seriously. Uh, shout out to the new listeners, the old listeners, the first times, the long times, the last times, all y'all. Shout out to everybody on YouTube, Spotify, 
uh, Google, SoundCloud, all that shit. Anywhere where podcasts are disseminated, we are probably there. Um, shout out to my man Jeremy. I missed him. It was his. He's a listener. It was his last day at work. Um, God bless him. Congratulations. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's going on to bigger and better. Okay. Um, shout out to my nigga. Um, if you want to find me on PSN, uh, get some Call of Duty Warzone off. Uh, let's get free thirteen. That's my shit. Yeah. Um, uh, giving flowers while people are here. Giving flowers to one of our own, or well, or, or, or someone in at least in the in the family. Okay, somewhere uh, in the opinions while black cinematic universe. Correct, um, ladies and gentlemen. Flowers go to Ariel, the broke socialite. What? Yeah, man, because you know she's a teacher. Mm. She talked about that before. Yes, and she did some cool shit. You know, she is the like she is the crowd favorite at her school. Like. She's that cool teacher that all the kids want to hang out with in her classroom at lunch. Mm. Um, we had a teacher like that at Bel Air, Miss LeBlanc, but she was fine, so we knew why we were hanging out with her. Mm. Uh, I mean, mm. I'm pretty sure that's why. I'm pretty sure that's why some of the kids are hanging out with yeah. her. <laughs> but uh, they do love her and respect her, and she loves them kids, man. Fam, she did the coolest shit. So, one, for whatever reason, one of her students was not going to be able to attend his graduation. Uh, he was graduating, but he just wasn't going to be walking for whatever reason. Maybe he is, I don't know. Could be anything. So, they threw him a, a, a mock graduation. Like, they surprised him like you would a surprise party. And he walked into his homeroom. And they were playing the graduation music, and they get they they put a gown on him and a hat, and let him walk, and get a handshake, and get a little I don't know a mock diploma or some shit. Yeah, and celebrated that man. Damn, that is some cool shit, and it doesn't sound like much to some of y'all, but you have to remember the generation that some of us came up in. Our teachers didn't give that much of a fuck about us. The most our teachers gave a fuck about us was if we were going on a field trip and we were going to stop at McDonald's, they wrote you down for a fish sandwich if that was your religion. That's it. That's all you got. That's more than I got. (laughs) (laughs) Nigga, and, and I think that is amazing and that to be that involved with your kids, um... And to be honest, like it was just, and you know, for my my generation, it was just a different time. We didn't have we didn't have teach a whole lot of teachers that hot, um, so a lot of shit was different. Yeah, and yeah. we related differently. And Ariel relates to those kids differently than what I knew my teachers to relate to. Good. I mean, you know, teaching is such an underappreciated profession right now, and and we understand there's a lot of things that. You know, even, you know, recent events notwithstanding, there are a lot of things that that teachers have to to deal with on a day-to-day basis, and it's very much an underappreciated profession. Correct. If you are able to make a difference in the lives of children, and kudos to you, hat tip to you, all those things. Air horns. 
Um, Because, you know, I always say I came from the generation of where the teachers were much like your parents. They were like, I'm not one of your little friends. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Times have changed. and I think the kids might need one of their little friends. Mm -hmm. I think they do. They're going through a lot more. And they're absorbing a lot more. And they're absorbing a lot more information quicker. Yep. So maybe some of that understanding now is needed. And I think Ariel has her uh, finger on the pulse, and she has that level of understanding because she, well, she ain't that damn young, but she, she, <laughs> but you know, she she was once a student not too long ago herself. Yeah. Uh, so many kudos to her. Shout out to her, keeping the good fight going. Yeah, kudos, definitely, absolutely kudos. Um, you know, the the one the fine teachers are out here. Uh, we're not. Don't worry. We're gonna keep your secret safe. We're not gonna tell them you're stripping. Or well, we ain't gonna tell them your stage name. <laughs> I'll see you tonight. Uh-huh. I, I'll see you tonight, Charmaine. What? So. Ah, <laughs> 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 I thought I could get that one off. I'm sorry. Uh... No, I kid. I kid. Uh, humans ain't shit. This week, fam. I'm gonna keep this one quick. Let black people have their fucking salmon. Like, as in fish? As in fish. These bougie niggas, oh, boy, these bougie niggas have the nerve to jump on Rihanna's internet talking that shit, talking about, uh, oh, man, uh, y'all got, the, the black people got salmon in a chokehold. Y'all y'all act like y'all don't know any other fish but salmon. First of all, huh? <laughs> it's the same niggas, it's the same bougie niggas who act funny about people having air fryers. You know, niggas, niggas who eat out all the time. People who burn toast. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, obviously, you know, there, there are a lot of health benefits to salmon, especially wild caught, wild caught Pacific Correct. salmon. Correct. Salmon. Correct. Not salmon. Not salmon. 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 Yeah. There's a, there, it's healthy. It's healthy. There's a bunch of like fish oil, amino acid shit going on in salmon. You know, omega threes yes, as opposed correct. to the omega six. Oh, it's so, oh shit! You know what I'm saying? Oh shit! I, I know my omegas. I just don't. Here you go. Always adhere to them. That- <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I yeah, I'm, I'm glad that I missed this whole thing about people hating on. Oh, People's man. dietary choices, but you know, these niggas are probably talk, niggas talking about, oh, um, whoa, what was it talking about? Um, y'all got to let the salmon repopulate. Uh, y'all not letting that turkey repopulate a turkey leg hut. Hmm? Be going, son. Just I'm just saying, I'm just saying, y'all, y'all ain't gonna let them turkeys rest. Them turkeys, boy, the turkeys is looking like when the X Men were hmm. being hunted by the government. Listen, they hiding out, they got wanted posters. With little with little dead with little X stamps on them for all the, all the turkeys murdered. I'm telling you, y'all let them turkeys rest. And and if this was something, if this was something that was being popularized by an overpriced restaurant with LED with LED lighting for selfie opportunities, y'all wouldn't have shit to say about it. And you'd be right with the rest of us. So chill the fuck out. I hate it's some people that it, it's some people that go out to eat all the time, but then still have the nerve to say, "Oh, I could have made this at home." They they should have. They you know they probably tell the waiter, you know, I'd like this, but could you fix it this way and have them do it this way, this way, this way, this way, this way, this way, this way? Bitch, do you just want to come back here and get and on the just grill? Just cook it. 
bitch, come cook it. <laughs> you, you know, and and food, food, and the way we treat food. Anthony Bourdain was on to something. The way we treat food says so much about the class divide in any community, in any society. Multiply that times the fact that there's always going to be bougie blacks who stunt and poke fun at you about shit that they just got access to themselves. Mm. People are getting access to healthier food. And Tulum. And Tulum, correct. Uh, a chick I was t- a chick I was talking to whose whose titties I've seen at some point. Okay, was just telling me. That's an interesting way of, of introducing slash describing her. Listen, <laughs> listen. I and, and, and you shouldn't. And, and look, no. And the reason I say that is because you should not treat, as far as the way you treat women in your community with dignity and respect, mm-hmm. you should not. You should not only treat the attractive women a certain way. Very true. Because that's not community and that's not feminism and that's not treating women right. Having said that, it does open... A woman showing you her titties does open them up to certain privileges because that is just the courtship game, the dating game. What privileges I will not say I don't uh, know. in front of the paywall. Yeah, I don't want to know. But she <laughs> she definitely, she just got through telling me that she's going to be involved in a wedding where they're flying off to Tulum. She's very much, and she very much embraces bougie black shit. And mm-hmm. she, you know, she had shit before and she got shit now. And that's, that's good for you. Um, but she acts like she's been somewhere. <clears throat> And this goes back to we talked about this before. Act like you've been somewhere. Yeah. And part of acting like you've been somewhere is not telling people that are just getting access to things that you may have always had access to. Oh, nigga, you late. Because there's reasons that because you don't know the background there, and there are very valid reasons that those people may not have had access to that previously. Also, regardless of whatever you're doing, you late to it compared to somebody else. Usually white people. Usually white people. Mm. I'll go ahead and give us some good answer. Yeah. Don't think you're special by going to Costa Rica. You're not. You're not. I'm, the, the real world road rules challenge has been going there for 15 years. You ain't new. You new to it. It's old to everybody else. MTV been going there for spring break for I don't know how long. They're in Florida. So I'm just saying, act like you've been somewhere because there's somebody out there that's been there before you. Correct. So shut the fuck up. Let people enjoy things and let people have their salmon. Especially me. I'm trying to get right with the Lord. <laughs> and Kale. Like, what y'all got against Kale? I, I, I have many things against Kale. I have things against Kale. Yeah. No, no. Let people have their Kale if that's what they like. Yeah. I'm not hating on other people having Kale. Don't feed it to me because it's disgusting. Mm. It's gross. It's gross. Mm. It's gross. Give me spinach before you give me. Well, no, nah, I like spinach. I'm fine with spinach. Actually. I'm in the fridge right now. 
I hate kale. I hate, mm. I hate that kale has invaded all of the salad kits now. Mm. And you have to read closely. Sound mad. I'm very upset. That's why I only get, see, Joe V's don't do that. I don't, that's why I only get my shit from Joe V's now. Get you that baby kale, baby spinach mix. The baby spinach, I'm okay with. Well, you, right. you can put some baby, you can put some baby spinach in my shit. Kale, we're going to fight. Saute it with some garlic. Oh, okay. You and break, olive oil. Oh, you breaking it down. You know what I'm saying? You breaking it, it down. Get it nice and tender. You about to have a TikTok? You about to have a little cooking TikTok? You know, if I do, shoot me. <laughs> I'm too old for that shit. Uh, I keep saying that, and people keep being like, "Man, when are we gonna get into pants while black TikTok?" Probably not. Shit, when somebody besides me does it, because I ain't... Uh, right when we can, when I can f- squeeze it into the million other things I have to do, uh, social media wise to keep this podcast going, and I'd have everything with that little stupid automated woman's voice. How I be making kale. <laughs> don't I, I hate that shit. Bitch, you don't do kale like I do. What is the point of that? I hate that shit. That is so stupid to me. How, how niggas be eating kale. And, see, and I always feel offended. I always feel offended when they pull that shit. Because yeah. I never feel like that's a woman talking to me. I'd like that's a black woman talking to me. Mm. Oh, no, I don't like that shit. Um... Song of the week. Since I did, did you watch the verses? Did you watch? Uh, no, it, I, I haven't watched the verses since. Whew. Right, <laughs> right. Um, Stephanie Mills and oh shit, who was that? That was that was. Well, no, you watched Jada Kiss and uh, or that was that was the last one. Yeah, yeah, Locks and Dips. Yeah, that was the last, probably the last one I ever need to watch. Yeah, I, so far it seems that way. Um, in honor, but in honor of the South being highlighted again, the Third Coast being highlighted again, mm-hmm. and a lot of people who have never been exposed to Suave House. Mm. Being exposed to some shit they didn't, a, a, a corner of hip hop that deserves legendary attention that they had no idea about. Oh, that's not the right song. We're going to play you some Tila. If you was real, you play oh. some Tila. Oh, what you know about that? Nah. What you know about that? Come on, man. It was this bitch that I knew back from 86. <laughs> graduated, made it from the College of Dicks. What the, come on now. Don't do, don't do that. I might play it next week. Uh, we're going to play MJG. Fair enough. We're going to play some MJG. Is that, is, that, is that close enough for you? I mean, it's, we keep it suave house. Yeah. We keep it in suave house. Uh, it's all Tony Draper, you know? <laughs> um, this is a song that I felt like did not get the attention world nationwide that it deserved. This is also coming from somebody who was like in sixth or seventh, seventh grade. When this dropped, mm. this is MJG featuring Rodney Ellis. I'll tell you how fucking old this is. This is that girl. Uh, Congressman or whatever? No. Uh, okay. No. Maybe. I don't know. Rod- I wonder. No, no, that wasn't that. No, not that Rodney Ellis. I'm going to have to research it. <laughs> no, couldn't be. Uh, pour yourself something. Get comfortable. We're going to have a great time. We back. We out. And uh, we'll be back with more opinions while black. Let's go.
Girl. Bing bong. By MJG. That's a, that's a, to this day, that is a hot record. That is a, that's the truth. I love that. I love that record. Hot record and the, like the entire Suave House catalog is so very understated. People don't, a lot of people outside of Houston especially don't understand the heyday of Rap-A-Lot versus Suave, Suave House, House music and. Man, it we was... We never going to see that versus for real. No. Not for real. Not not for real. Uh, <laughs> I, for, I don't want to know. For one. reasons that Randall will probably not <laughs> no, elaborate on no. <laughs> on this program. Nope. Let's just say that... Not it's, on this side of paywall. No, it, won't, it won't be necessary Yeah, no. for them to have that. There's nothing to prove there. That ain't happening. Um, but, yeah, I'm glad all the... I, you know, with the exception of, of course, um, the, the Honorable Saint... Chad Butler, yes, um, definitely, definitely recipe. Hit him, hit him with some air horns. Let's go. We miss Chad. Um, glad to see everybody else is in good health. Um, glad to see some of our legends are still out here doing it, mm-hmm. alive and kicking. Bud B, the un- the official unofficial mayor of Houston, despite being from Port Arthur, we'll let him do that. Yeah, we'll we'll allow it. It's fine. Um, he will never hesitate to hold it down for, uh, you know, he'll never te- hesitate to hold it down for the Houston culture that has done so much to put him on um, and hold it down for St. Chad. Uh, rest in peace, Pimp C. We miss you. We love you. Um, E.C. Miyake, number nine. You're going to smell my cologne. Let's go. Oh man, you gonna bring me back? Um, gotta get an RIP out of the way. Rest in peace, Ray Liotta. Whew. Come on, man. <clears throat> I mean, even we could just keep it at Goodfellas. Yeah. Honestly, my I was just telling Randall before we started. Um, Goodfellas, I have not watched since I was young because it was just kind of on the outskirts of my generation. Mm-hmm. But well, um, within mine, um, I remember his role in that Silence of the Lamb sequel, Hannibal, which is a movie that I love. Really, Scott is batshit crazy. Um, like just for him having the most gruesome Hannibal Lecter death that one could ask for, <laughs> where Clary Starling walks in. First of all, as much as I love Jodie Foster and the OG, Juliet Moore. <laughs> We don't talk about how good she looked. <clears throat> Juliet Moore is Clary Starling. She walks in to this motherfucker being strapped to a chair, mm-hmm. having the top of his head cut off. Hannibal Lecter cutting a piece of his brain, frying that bitch, and feeding it to him. Gave it a, a slight sear. Didn't he? Didn't he? I think, I, I, think, I, think he, I think he threw some minced onion in there for good measure. <laughs> <laughs> Put some slap your mom in it. <laughs> I've always wondered what seasonings Hannibal Lecter likes. He, he's one of the fancy motherfuckers in the YouTube tutorials that uses wine in every in yeah, every recipe it, for it, no reason. He probably does a wine. He probably does a nice little red wine reduction. <laughs> shit. Definitely not much more than that. Probably a pinch of salt and pepper. Like he ain't he ain't really seasoning that shit up like he should be though. No, he getting old. He can't have all that sodium. Probably. 
you know, know, I'm just saying, like, that would that be the most lit TikTok tutorial? Uh, Claire. No. No. <laughs> no. It would not be. Ah, uh, yeah. How to how to eat liver with some fava beans and some nice candy. <laughs> oh, I need a, I need a room with a window, Clarice. <laughs> um. So yeah, rest in peace, Ray Liotta. That man, and you know, what was he, what was he like sixty something, mid sixties? Uh, we'll say that. Yeah, relatively young for white people. I see, he was born in fifty four. So yeah, about sixty eight. Relatively young for yeah. white people. Um. So yeah, rest in peace. Definitely gonna miss. You. I, I'm way overdue for a Goodfellas rewatch. I've literally not watched that since I, since my young years. Yeah. Um. So we have to get into this Nori tweet. Uh, Nori is in as in Noriega, as in drink champs. Champs Noriega. CNN Noriega. Yeah, Noriega has got has thrown his opinion. Via Twitter, into this uh, this whole thing about um, we paid attention to his opinion. All right, yeah, we did. Um, just about uh, certain hip hops about hip hop stars getting to a certain level and not taking interviews in the culture with a uh, quote unquote hip hop journalist. He did these series of tweets. Um, I've been the I've been the best to this culture and. I have always put hip hop first, and I see you guys going to Ellen and David Letterman's and Zane and Zane Lowe's and uh, treat them with more respect than the culture. But you say you want black excellence. I'm gonna be honest. Even going to Oprah or Gap or Gail is trash at this point. We control our in culture. Why go outside of it? David Letterman is my favorite, but why go there or Ellen before millions of dollars worth of game? Or Joe, or the champs, or even Twitter shit. Now, he he posted a couple of tweets later to say that he was not shouting, that he was not throwing shots at Cardi B because this came off of the heels of Cardi B um, doing an interview with David Letterman. Mm. You know, David Letterman got his Netflix shit, um, and Cardi and Will Smith. Uh, both talk to Letterman. Here's my thing. And it's and it's not unlike my take about them talking to, uh, uh, about them shouting out Megan Thee Stallion for talking to Gail King. What incentive are you giving <clears throat> some of these artists to talk to you? Because look at because look at the look at the top people in hip hop. Podcasting and journalism that you want that you want these interviews with, who's up there right now? Nori, Joe, Joe Budden, academics, Charlemagne. Are any of these niggas that you would that that you would want <clears throat> for the ladies Cardi B to talk to who fu- who actively fucks with Megan The Stallion? Y'all prove all the time y'all don't really fuck with these these new women in hip hop the long way. Y'all don't believe them when they get hurt. Y'all put up it like like let's like, we can we don't even have to really just go down the list, but I can. Academics, academics has made Megan Thee Stallion his number his number one target ever since she got on. 
for no reason other than he likes Nikki better. He likes Nikki better, and uh, uh, six nine is in prison, so he needs someone else to jerk off for clicks. Um, drink champs, y'all. Drink champs is not a good podcast. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm going to be the one to say it. It's not. Y'all don't. Y'all don't hold interviews. Y'all get drunk and get and and get what you can get out of people when they get drunk. The take interview is evident of this. He said some shit that was on point, but he also says, but he also says some shit that he could have gone a whole lifetime not saying. His commentary on the on the LGBT community. Now I gave him a pass on it because it was flawed. But take is a well-meaning idiot, and so I don't expect Tanahasi Coates responses from an idiot. A man who wears wife beaters every day. It is it is his. It's his uniform. It's like Wolverine. It's his uniform. Yeah. Um, but y'all don't, y'all don't, what y'all don't, what y'all do isn't, y'all have gone viral a few times, and now y'all consider y'all selves hip-hop journalism, but that's not really what y'all do on that podcast. I've listened to quite a few episodes. Y'all don't hold anybody accountable for the things they say. Y'all don't do any follow-ups. Y'all let people talk, and when they say something that sounds good, Y'all ring a bell and take shots. Kanye said a bunch of bullshit. The game said a bunch of bullshit. It's literally just inviting somebody over your house and shooting the shit. It's true. It, it's not it's, really. You, it, don't, you don't listen to drink champs for well-meaning comp, you know, conversation. It's what we do, except we <clears> don't call ourselves hip hop, uh, hard-hitting hip-hop journalists. You Joe, don't. <laughs> I, on the other hand, so, no. but it, you know, realistically, Joe Budden, Joe Budden just got through defending, um, just got through defending that South African podcaster that had Ari Lennox on. Asked what the pussy's like. So we also have to look at something that that Nori is completely overlooking. If Cardi B is going to appear on David Letterman's Netflix show, it's not a podcast. It's it's also David true. Letterman. Also true. So people go to outlets that benefit by increasing their profile and giving them more exposure. Correct. Cardi B going to Drink Champs does not necessarily do anything to up her profile. Doing a Netflix show with David Letterman, absolutely. 100%. So, I, I mean, I hate to say it. Because Letterman's still the god. Correct. And I hate to say it. Because it sucks to hear it. But yes, there is a certain level at which people do not benefit by being on your show. And you will benefit more by Cardi being on your show at this point. And I thought we wanted the crossover value. And honestly, you, and honestly, y'all would look at them a certain way if they didn't take the bag. Correct. So, I, don't, I mean, just, 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 just say that your, 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 your feelings are hurt. That they didn't consider your show and, and went to something bigger and better. And don't get me wrong. I feel like they can do both. They can. But but they don't have to. One, correct. One, they don't have to. Two, because you, you don't owe the culture. Like, yes, we put, yes, the culture puts you on. But when we talk about people like Cardi, begrudgingly. Mm-hmm. Because, again, women talking about that same shit. 
Because y'all really shame because a lot of you niggas really shame that that WAP shit. Yeah. And we give these people, the people that don't talk to y'all, y'all give them every reason not to. Y'all give them every reason not to. It, because what you're essentially asking for is the same crossover appeal that they now have. Mm-hmm. And when you have that crossover appeal, there's certain things, especially in journalism, if you're going to call yourself a journalist, not a podcaster, there's certain things you cannot say in an interview. True. Or should not be saying in an interview. You can't hide it behind, well, it's hip-hop. You can't do that. Can't do it. And there are people that uh, there are people in the culture that do understand this. Sway understands this. Because mm-hmm. Sway doesn't have these problems. Jesus and Miro understand this. Because Jesus and Miro don't have these problems. Mm. They can talk to whoever the fuck they want to. Right. It seems like the only people crying about it is the people that have these problems because they are, in fact, problematic. Speak on it, son. I'm just saying. Well, not even problematic. True. But also, Nori just isn't on that level. Because Nori's not a journalist. Right. Nori's I, a podcaster who gets drunk. He's a podcaster. And, and I mean, hell, Desus and Miro aren't journalists, but they have evolved from a podcast to a platform on a major premium cable network. So you you have to recognize that there is a there's a difference between the two. This is true. You know, I'm not going to I'm not going to say that, you know, doing this podcast puts us on a on the same level as as a Deezus Amira or, or even a Letterman or anybody like that. Right. It is what it is. Like accept that. Quit being so self-important. You are not bigger than you just like just and Nori said that shit talking about nobody's bigger than the culture. This includes you. Especially you. You know, and it's all and it's, and it's the old heads that talk this shit. It's always the old heads hey, that don't hey. want to change. Hey, talk. hey, hey, watch your mouth, young blood. I mean Watch your mouth, young blood. There are generations of old heads. I would not put you in the same category as oh, Joe Budden. I am. I'm come on. <laughs> I make no delusions. Well, okay. Fair I'm, old, I'm old as fuck. <laughs> I'm just saying. Get off my lawn! <laughs> See how that came out? I was, yeah. it, it did come out very natural. Yeah. I'll give you that. Very, you know, very Clint Eastwood. So it's like it's valid to a point to want to keep these interviews among us because, but y'all don't do a, y'all don't do enough policing, and you don't do the right policing. To make your case, and there's some shit you got to get right within yourselves, mm-hmm. because, and don't get me wrong, I know Joe Budden is a big champion of this, but we can't talk that shit and not get Vlad the fuck out of here, because mm. y'all let anybody talk to Vlad, mm. y'all and y'all and and guess what? I'm gonna I'm gonna do another one. When it's men, y'all don't have those same complaints for these men. True. Michael Jai White, Jaleel White, um, Boozy. Boozy talks to Vlad every two weeks. No one complains about him, uh, about him not going to real, real niggas and real hip-hop. Well, it's also Boozy. It's Boozy, but we, 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 he's, he's got recognizable capital right now within the culture. True. Y'all never complain about that. 
Y'all complain about these about these old heads that go to Vlad. I haven't seen Kendrick on Drink Champs. I have not seen Kendrick on Drink Champs, and I don't think we will. No. Um, wasn't Drake supposed to be on Drink? Champs? Well, no, I don't think that's that's a different story. He won't do Drink Champs. I don't think he's doing Drink Champs. Um, definitely isn't doing Joe Budden. Um, I just I I I I think there's a lot of shit. Much like a lot of my arguments with the old heads and with hip hop, there's a lot of shit y'all got to do to get your shit together in house before you can demand things of figures that you just you just want to be seen talking to. Yeah, you know. So I, you know, clean your house first. That's all I'm saying. Um, didn't drink chips. Wait, didn't drink chips get in some trouble for uh? Throwing Mark Lamont Hill under the bus when he didn't want to talk to Russell. Mm-hmm. That exactly happened. Like he was like, I'm not he didn't he he didn't know he was gonna be talking to Russell. He didn't want to fuck with Russell. Be, or be seen fucking with Russell Simmons. And they completely threw him under the bus for walking off for some shit. See, y'all don't y'all don't hold yourselves or anybody accountable for incidents like that. Mark Lamont Hill is a is a is, is a respected academic member of the culture, and y'all didn't do right by him. Why should anybody expect you to do right by them over a rapist? Mm. That's all I'm saying. I'm <laughs> yeah. Get your house in order first. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Um. Where else can we go? Oh, Lil Meach got arrested. Uh, the son of Big Meech? The son of Big Meech. Demetrius Flannery Jr. Uh, he got arrested. I think he was stealing jewelry in Miami somewhere. <laughs> I think they say he stole $20,000 of jewelry in Miami. I want to be surprised, and I want to be disappointed. Well, you did. I think you were the one that said when that Euphoria season opener came on that he just looked like he was there just because he looked like his old man and and was there really much more to it listen i did, that i did little the problem with little beach and the problem with that and i hate to be the nigga who's well no i don't hate to be the nigga who's always hating on 50 i don't i love it um but i blame 50 cent to a point look Meach wasn't out here trying to be no no serious actor Lil Meech was out here being Lil Meech. Fiddy just wanted him on there because of his name. Then. Because of his name and because that was going to attract a certain amount of clout to mm-hmm. the show. Because he doesn't add anything. He's not a good actor. No, Well, nobody on BMF is a good actor. Um, um, except the old, some of the old heads. But nobody's on there. nobody on there young is a good actor. But the problem is... When you take people out of, it's just like with rap. When you take people straight out of certain circumstances and you put them in a position that you consider to be successful without any, without any direction mentally or spiritually, this is, you're putting them on a trajectory to repeat those mistakes. Yeah. You just you are. And you just you just went and monetized 
a situation that you didn't have full awareness of because you weren't there. And this is what happens. He was not. He was put in a position to just make the to to just be high profile and make the same mistakes. And now you don't have season two. And now you don't have season two. Dumbass BMF. He was trying to. And that's a lot of people without work, including Monique. That one I'm happy about, actually. <laughs> <laughs> was this her big comeback? Yeah, he put her in season two. He was putting her in season two. They were in the middle of filming somehow. Um. So not surprised there. What else is what else did we miss? We missed them. We missed some shit. Oh. You're gonna like this one. Y'all, I know she's been making the rounds lately. I am not under any circumstances referring to Corinne Superhead Stephens as Elizabeth. Ever. Huh. Ever. Did she change her name or something? She changed her name to Elizabeth Oversim. Why? I don't know because she she wants to sound she wants to sound more like one of those uh, Bitcoin miners. This ain't the same. as That's when, a Bitcoin miner name. This ain't the same as when Vanity started going by her her Christian name. Well, no, because Vanity was talented. Vanity Vanity had more going for her than Corinne Stephens. Um, no, it's not like this is a rebrand. You know, I'm I'm always very fascinated in rebrands. So I keep up with these things. Uh, I I just gave Randall a look at her her new Instagram, fam. This is why I'm never calling this chick Elizabeth. Yeah, this is like Brittany Brittany Renner's like new burner account where she's talking about motherhood <laughs> and shit. Like, no. <laughs> Basically, basically, she's trying to rebrand herself into a serious content creator uh, for the young people. She was recently quoted on an episode of Good Moms, Bad Choices, which is basically horrible decisions, except these, except these women got kids and they actually like each other. Um, but she was telling that same stupid-ass story about when she was fucking Lil Wayne and Bow Wow simultaneously. While married, and the, that dumbass story about how um, she was leaving to go fuck Wayne, who has who who had her house, her family house number, um, and she told her husband to move his car so she could go fuck Lil Wayne and not come back for three days. Talk about she came home and dinner was cooked and the house was clean. It had to be your ass was gone for three days. Also, he wasn't dumb. Guess Absolutely. what he was doing the three days that you were Fuck it. Fuck it. They all forget that. That Corinne Stephens was never really on the good end of any of these of any of these marriages or relationships. Everybody forgets that. That she got bad tasted niggas too. And these and 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 everybody forget see, and this is why I always feel like I'm hating. Or people always, women always make me feel like I'm hating for the way I hate Corinne. Because I get that there are people tapping into that pro ho thing. I'm, I, I am a proponent and I love it. And I think it's fine. Sexual liberation is 100% fine to me as long as you're not hurting yourself or anybody else. 
having said that, I always thought the way she monetized that shit was disingenuous. I always thought that shit was disingenuous. I mean, it ain't tricking if you got it. And I always felt it was done in a in a way where she knew what she was doing, but she she took it as but she tried to market it as this is me liberating myself from men who did from men who did me dirty. You did just as many men dirty. You, I, I don't know whether Puff is gay or not, but you tried to out him. I don't know whether Big Tigger is gay or not, but you tried to out him. <laughs> None of that's cool. You took advantage, you know, when 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 Bobby Brown was apparently homeless at one time and sleeping on your couch. You took advantage of him for clicks. Everybody forgets that shit. So I've never thought this woman was genuine in anything that came out of her mouth. This, I am not. I am not. <laughs> stop it. Stop it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't you do it. Or went into her mouth. <laughs> well, I, I saw that shit with her and Mr. Marcus. She was genuine about that shit. That was low-hanging fruit. She put that nigga out. <laughs> she... <laughs> that was a tap out. He's, he's really out now. <laughs> OD out. Doesn't he have herpes? I, he has something. He has syphilis know. or something. I don't know. Um, so I've always had that issue with her, and now her trying to uh, trying to act like that's in the past. And this is where she fucks up. She tries to act like all that's in the past and that that's, that's something that just doesn't represent her anymore. But she has no problem turning back into that for clicks. No problem. And this was her problem on tour when she was touring those books. Was that she would go to one outlet and be like, well, I'm this, well, I'm this nice, wholesome chick now who's above all that. And then turn around and go right back to, and go to a ratchet outlet and be like, yeah, I suck this nigga's dick, that nigga's dick. Puff's gay. It ain't tricking if you got it. Brittany Renner did this so much better. She <laughs> she did she's monetized this so much better. Uh, she, it's so much more cleanly. She was just more reckless about it. And uh well, no, let me not say the old gener- the, the new generation will always approve upon the mistakes of the old generation. Brittany Renner made sure that she should she secure the eighteen year bag first. Well, correct. That's true. And then went on to really own who she is. That's true too. Even Melissa Ford did this better. Because Melissa Ford ain't denied who she was at all. It was all part of it was all part of my experience. I'm still here. I still look better than most of you hoes. Deal with it. That's her thing. Um so no, I am never, never calling Corinne Seffens Elizabeth. It's a push for me to call her Corinne. Your name is Supa. Yeah. Period. Your name is Supa. You know, she's... She, uh, crazy That's the, is, she, that is the name of this podcast. Your name is Supa. Your name is Supa? Yes, with an A. There's no E-R in Superhead. Uh, so, yeah, never calling, never calling her Elizabeth. Or whatever you want to try to duck the collection agency. Um, what else going on? The new Cat Williams didn't slap. Oh, I still haven't seen it. 
Cat Williams, and I still hold on to Cat Williams is a legend. He gonna be a legend. This one didn't slap. He was trying too hard. He must not have taken drugs immediately before he performed. Correct. Okay. He was trying too hard to be topical, and mm. it just didn't have the same hit. I want that Ratchet Atlanta comedy. He got to be sweating out the Coke bags from under his eyes. Correct. And I don't see how he wasn't sweating bullets in that hot-ass outfit. Um, and he got to come and make sure he takes the title back because it's sad watching niggas like DC Young Fly take over. Country Wayne. That nigga is – Country Wayne is funny. DC Young Fly ain't funny. I, I can't get with it. I don't understand it. I don't understand DC Young Fly, and no one can explain it to me. Um, he just sounds like the country version of the Mad Rapper. Damn. <laughs> he do. Um, Justin Timberlake sold his catalog for 100 mil. Good for him. Cash out. Get, get the fuck out. I'm fine. Um, he's never going to be able to get over the hump of throwing Janet Jackson under the bus. True. He's never going to be able to get over the hump now, certainly not now, of how he did Britney Spears. Um, he's never going to be able to. There's a couple of things that, even though I think his music when he when he when he's on is on, mm-hmm. I, I, he's never going to be able to get past that. He might as well cash out while he can. And this is anything that he's written, so I am willing to bet some of that NSYNC money coming to him too. Wouldn't be surprised. They're going to send Jason Bourne and well, them other niggas from NSYNC going to send Jason Bourne assassins after that motherfucker. <laughs> oh, that money always fucks up a situation. That's what happened with Johnny Gill. You just, you, when Johnny Gill ran off with the name? Oh, they, they, they sent people? Well, they they going. I, I'm certain of it they're going to. They're going to. He ran off with the new edition name? He ran off with the new edition name. They owed him. He was owed some money in that situation. And when he was not paid what he owes, he was they the courts said he was able to run off with that name. So he can go it's like the it's like what happened with the Beach Boys. So he can go somewhere and get four and get four more niggas and start his own new edition. And now them niggas have to tour and they literally have to call themselves Ronnie, Bobby, Ricky, and Mike. So that's why they that's why they have to do that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. But they, then they just didn't they all just recently tour together? That's what came of that. And they okay. were Ronnie, Bobby, Ricky, and Mike. <clears throat> and Johnny was off somewhere uh touring his solo album. Oh, I, I felt like I felt like recently they were touring all together as new edition, like all six of them. I mean they might have I don't know, they might have made up since this happened. They make up and break up all the time. And they're going to for the rest of their lives. These are this is the this is what happens when niggas who grew up together get money. Ass tribe. Rest, rest in peace, five. No comment. Um, what else is going on? What else? What else? Um, have you watched Stranger Things? I, I still need to finish season three, so I'm not. I'm not caught up yet. It's but, a lot of good content out there. Obi Wan's out. Obi Wan's out. A couple of things came out of the movies. Like I, I still want to see Maverick. Yeah, fam. <clears throat> Tom, you know, I haven't watched Maverick yet. But before I left, Mission Impossible 3 was on. Mm-hmm. The one where it was just Philip Seymour Hoffman just dog walking Tom Cruise. Yeah. Fam, it didn't hit me until recently. 
Tom is a real action star. He is a real, like. He's the GOAT action star. He is a GOAT level action star. All these action stars that we just give the benefit of the doubt, Jason Statham or anybody that was in the Expendables, all them, they got to come see Tom. Mm -hmm. If there was ever a movie versus, Mm -hmm. they they have to see Tom. And not all of them would make it. Tom got slaps out here. He's, I mean. And not only that, he got slaps that exist outside of the action realm. It ain't a lot of action niggas that, that got Jerry Maguire's. True. Or whatever that shit was he was doing with Nicole Kidman, the eyes wide shut shit. That was, yeah. It ain't a lot of action stars that got that. The, the best I can think of is Sylvester Stallone got rhinestone and stop her my mom will shoot. Nah. I mean. Tom, and that ain't seeing Tom. Tom Cruise, last 30 years, Tom Cruise run away the, the biggest, the GOAT action star. Like, <clears throat> Tom is Tom, bro. Like, and it, we were talking about it last night at my homeboy's house, and it hit me then what kind of real deal motherfucker Tom is. Tom is the Leo of action. The way Leo is the GOAT mm-hmm. in general, yeah. Tom is that for action movies, bro. Like, he just put some shit out, and it's going, to, it's going to slap. He is the greatest spokesperson for Scientology ever. Well, yeah, that's true, too. You got you to gotta take the good with the bad. Um, but, yeah, I'm definitely hyped about seeing Maverick. Um, I watched the original Top Gun, hell, just this morning. Just, it, just to prep myself. Know it by heart, front to back. Uh, I will say this. One of my favorites, front to back. They made, they took full advantage of whatever musical rights they, they paid for Danger Zone. Oh, yeah. That song came up no less than a dozen times throughout the movie. They got their money worth. Well, what, 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 and what's the other one? Um, Kenny Loggins sang half that soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they got their money's worth out of him. Also, that movie was very homoerotic. I didn't remember. Extremely so. I was like, I, I didn't remember all that. But Extremely I was like, so. ah, okay. Very much so. They still say that. So, yeah, no, no that's, yeah. yeah, real talk. And there's a lot that they're not going to recreate now. Yeah. Anybody's trying to see Miles Teller playing volleyball shirtless, bro. <laughs> <clears throat> um, Lawrence is going to be in that shit. Yeah. I Lawrence saw that, too. I, that uh, man graduated from Best Buy to the Air Force. <laughs> <laughs> Issa can be mad. I, I was gonna say y'all can y'all can be mad at, y'all can be mad at her making that decision. Uh, she army wife now. <laughs> she got that check coming regardless. Yeah. Um, let's see what else. There was one thing. There was one more thing I wanted to talk about. Bob's Burgers also came out. Be mad. Bob's Burgers came out. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I feel like there was some. Big name in Bob's Burgers, the movie that I can't think of now. Bob's Burgers in the movie. I mean, H. John Benjamin is the god. Don't get me wrong. Um, I'm not invested enough in Bob's Burgers to see that. You know, that's like the Simpsons movie. I've never seen the Simpsons movie. I'm going to see it. I think I've watched two episodes of Bob's Burgers. (gasps) I like H. John Benjamin. I just I've just not had a, a good jumping in point to get into it. Um, but I hear it slaps. I have no, I have no bad notes to say about it. Um, what you think about the first two episodes of Obi Wan? Fam, mm-hmm. the white people are already upset, and I love it. About what? 
Star Wars got the best. Star Wars fans like Wu Tang fans. Like they are They'll never defi- be happy. Never. They're definitely into the culture, but they will never be happy with anything. Never. Never. They <clears throat> they were mad because of the black woman. Oh, they're going the diversity way. Oh, they're doing the diversity again. They're hiding behind. Uh, they're hiding a bad script behind diversity. It's diversity, diversity. That nigger bitch. Oh, they mad. They mad. For those for for those of you that don't know, um, Obi Wan Kenobi has a character played by Moses something. I forgot her last name, Mm -hmm. but um, she plays a Sith Lord or a Sith apprentice, something like that. She's a black woman in all black with a lightsaber who has a real hard on for Obi Wan Kenobi and would like nothing more uh, than to kill him in cold blood. And she does not give a fuck. I mean, does not give a fuck about orders, does not give a fuck about anything. And she fine. Her name is Moses Ingram, by the way. Moses Ingram. She plays the character, third sister, a.k.a. Reva. Reva, yeah. Um, Third sister Reva, basically basically she's one of the converts. Ah, she was in The Tragedy of Macbeth, which I still need to watch. She was a she was a youngling that they trained to be a Sith. Um, she was also in the Queen's Gambit, which I still do. I've watch. never watched. I probably won't watch that. Um, not my thing. But um, they're mad because she's black and she's in Star Wars. That's it. She's a black woman and she's in Star Wars, and they can't take it. Be Good. Mad. Be mad. Die mad. Die mad. <clears throat> I'm glad. I, I love it. I love it. She's also in Ambulance with Jake Gyllenhaal and uh, Yaya. Yaya. Fam. As the hood says, Amber Lamps. They're not using Yaya right. They're not. They're not. I don't know who's on Yaya's team right now. They are not using this man right. This man's supposed to be in everything the way Idris was in everything for a long time. This man. Fam. What does he have on him? He, and this is coming off of a widely praised performance in Watchmen. Yeah. And what has he done with it so far? He's done Matrix 4, which is trash me on trash. Couldn't finish it. Oh, my God. You didn't miss shit. Played Black Manta and Aquaman. Played Black Manta and Aquaman, which was a shit show. <clears throat> and now he's doing this shit. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Well, he, it was something else. No, it wasn't. Oh, Candyman. Damn, I still haven't seen Candyman. I just realized that. It's on cable. I have to watch it now. I, but, and I don't have anything bad to say there. I don't think it was marketed well. because And then that's not their fault because it was a pandemic and nobody knew how to market anything. Um, so I'm willing to give Candyman a pass. And now he's doing this, some shit called Ambulance? What? I mean, so Michael Bay, come on, man. They're not using Yaya right. They're not. They are not using Yaya right. That's He'll embarrassing. There. He'll get there. I hope so. Get this, get this man some Marvel money. Uh, What's he, taking y'all so fucking long? He, he went the DC route, so he going he to uh, he, he get out. There's ways out of that. He got he to gotta wait. Cause it was it was somebody cause uh what's his name, Brolin, 
Josh Brolin. Uh, he was Cable. Well, he was Thanos and he was Cable. Yeah, Thanos and Cable. Was he anything in DC? No, he wasn't. It was a different studio. Mm. Oh, yeah, but they bought that studio, so never mind. Yeah, that's true, too. Yeah, so, you know. Yeah, but, yeah, there could, you know, if James Gunn could do it, anybody could do it. Um, Yeah, get that man out of there. Idris has done it. Yeah, get 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 okay, fu- get right. the get the fuck out of there. You're right. Get this man the fuck out of there. Get him a Marvel check. Get him a Marvel check. Get him squeeze him in Fast and Furious. They just put Jason Momoa and somebody else in there. I I finally just saw F nine. Oh, did you? last night? Oh boy. Oh. Yo, yeah. That franchise yeah. is silly, man. <laughs> like that that, that franchise. That franchise is getting away with like some white privilege level silliness. Ludacris and Tyrese in space. <laughs> in like a Pontiac Fiero. Wearing old school deep diving suits. Eating Tootsie Rolls. In space. That happened. Literally deep diving suits held together by duct tape. And, and, these, they, and they never quite explained how they got them out of space. Right. They just showed up at a, at a, at a at space station. At the barbecue station. at the end. <laughs> like, they just show up at the space station and waved. And the space station was like, well, shit, y'all, y'all got to wait, wait 20 minutes for the next bus to come by before you can get home. <laughs> That's not how it works, y'all. That would have been on TV everywhere that a Pontiac Fiero re-entered the atmosphere. Right. <laughs> And y'all just y'all just show up at the uh, y'all just show up at the space station like all right we'll get you home in just a second. That is hilarious. That's hilarious. And the fact that they tried to make Vin Diesel and John Cena related. Yeah, and the same height. No. <laughs> John Cena would dog walk Vin Diesel. <laughs> oh God, that was funny. That was funny. The camera angles were hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I can say y'all, y'all. Oh, that was funny. Cardi B was in that shit. Yeah, you missed it. Cardi B was in that shit when he got when he when, when he when he was staring down John Cena and they arrested him. And it turned out the SWAT team that arrested him was Cardi B and her crew. Oh shit! I probably fell asleep. Probably that was a good place to fall asleep. <laughs> you didn't miss shit. <laughs> okay. um, and you didn't miss shit, but probably what's his name? Uh, uh, Charlize staring at that stupid ass bowl cut. I, I saw her. I saw her. Don't bring that shit to a topic blonde too. <laughs> don't bring that shit to a topic blonde too, fam. <laughs> we don't need it. They still got one more to go, huh? Yeah, man. Ooh, man. For, all, for all the money, and they fucked off uh, Justin Lin. <laughs> Justin Lin quit. After watching this shit, I can understand why. Well, for the same reason, the rock quit because. Vin Diesel is a dickhead. Yeah. All right, Vin. All right, Vin. Showing your ass on the showing your ass on, on, during senior year. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> fuck up, fuck up, Fast and Furious Ten. And see what happens. Yes. Because <laughs> it's enough fans that will never forgive you for this. Especially now, y'all have brought back Han. They brought back Han. They brought back everybody. They, they gave Han a whole spy 007. Anyway, fam. Anyway, uh, that seems like a good place to take a break. Um, 
Did I have anything else? Let me look. Let me look. I always look one more time to make sure I hit everything. Uh, new kid. Oh! So, Stranger Things did something I liked. Okay. This is not much of a spoiler. This isn't really a super important spoiler. Thank you. Um, it's something, it, it, yeah, you could guess. So, in season four, they start off, the black kid, Lucas, um is on the basketball team in high school. Uh, clearly, he has grown into his body. Uh, we forget these are little kids, despite them despite them all starting to look 30. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's starting to come into his body, and they implemented that into the show. So they put him on the basketball team. Uh, Fresh-ass flat top. Fresh flat top. And uh, so that's points for y'all giving these kids decent looking haircuts. Yeah. Um, and basically, his he's still uh, he's still in the nerd crew, the the D and D crew. Yeah. And he was basically like, "Hey, fam, can we skip D and D for one night and y'all just come to my game? I w- it would be cool to see you niggas out there." Um. You know, we, we, you know, we went in, whatever it is. And they had, now the white kids had a decision to make, and it turned into a whole other storyline where they where they had to get clearance to skip D&D for one night, uh, which they did not. And But it, it highlighted something that I thought was very interesting for young black kids is that that didn't get highlighted in previous seasons is that even though, yes, they're all nerds and they're all outcasts, being an outcast and being a geeky kid is way different for a black kid than it is for a white kid. Oh, yeah. Oh, Much yeah. Different, especially little black boys. I'm, I'm not excluding black women and ways that they are excluded, but I'm just speaking from the experience of a young black man that was kind of cast it out. I was I was definitely in both worlds, especially once um my friends and I um discovered athletics. Ah. You know, once you discover athletics, you know, from 4th grade to 5th grade, I was heavy in D&D in 4th grade. In 5th grade when we started thinking of things like, you know what, I can play football in middle school with basketball in middle school. Right. And then it becomes some decisions to yeah. make. And Especially in a small town like that, I only saw one other black kid all season. And, well, I'm not going to tell you that part. Okay. But also Rob Morgan's in this season. Who is that? Rob Morgan from, uh, he's been in shit. Uh, uh, The Snitch in Daredevil. Remember that? He's been in shit, I'm telling you. He was in The Photograph, he was in Daredevil, he was in something else I can't think of. He's a good actor that's starting to get work. Let's see. You know that face. Randall's looking it up right now. Yeah, Rob Morgan is... I like him. Oh, him, yeah. yeah. Older dude, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. He's a snitch in Daredevil. Yes, I'm trying to think of the name, though. He's uh, Turk. Turk, yes. yes. Yeah. He was a Luke Cage talking about, man, y'all uptown niggas is weird. Um, so it, 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 I like that they highlighted that. It, it, they didn't do a whole lot with it story-wise, but I did like them highlighting that, 
the experience is different for a young black boy. Mm -hmm. Because for, let me tell you something, for white kids, especially young white boys that decide they like some niche shit and don't feel like they belong, there's a safety blanket. There's a safety net for them. Mm -hmm. There's going to be some young, dorky, white kid teacher that sympathizes with that and sponsors a club for them. That's pretty much what happened in Stranger Things was that some, was that they were in the AV club and some nerdy some nerdy teacher sponsored that shit and mm. never supervised them. Just like all the rest of the adults in this town. Mm. But when you're casted out as a black kid, there's much more ostracizing. Like there's all like with white kids there's always the narrative that it'll be okay. And that you'll turn out fine. There's never that reassurance in high school for black kids. Mm -mm. It's always, well, you should have just been cooler. Oh, well, you don't have any social, or, or the assumption that you don't have any social skills, the assumption that you don't bathe. When you do all those things, you just broker than the other black kids. That's always what it is. And remember when we talked about the niggas having access to shit and don't know how to act? This is no more evident than black kids in high school. And sure, there are some, there are usually some groups like the, like every, you know, everybody had AAA, the African American Association, but that was usually for the bougie kids and the Jack and Jill kids. Mm -hmm. I was loosely associated with AAA because I had a, I had a teacher, everybody, every school had that cool substitute teacher that you knew you were going to have a lit ass session. Mm -hmm. Miss Walker, God bless her. She encouraged me to join AAA because she knew I was, she saw me as an outsider and that I didn't know how to belong anywhere. Right. So I was loosely affiliated. I would come to events. I mostly came to events for a girl because Jessica Freeman, the finest girl, the, the finest girl in school, one of the finest girls in school at the time, asked me to. Hmm. Who didn't? Who I just knew my name. Did not really know me from a can of paint. Mm. All I knew is a fine woman walked up to me and said, "Hey, are you coming to the? What are you doing tonight? You should come to this thing." Sure. And that's really all it took back then. That's all it took. All it took. Jessica Freeman had anything she could ask of me. I think her name is. I, she's married now, so her name is something else. But, um, yeah, and it was that from junior and senior year. When I was starting to grow into myself and like, yeah. I thought, you know, anyway, that's a whole other thing. But it's weird out. It, like, it's a different landscape. And I'm glad th there's a Jamal in the room on Stranger Things. Yeah, it might be Lucas. It's probably him. <laughs> He's probably gotten to that point. Because I guarantee you Finn Wolfhard has whatever he wants on that <laughs> fucking show. He, he's the main one starting to look 30. He looks... He, he looks like a full-grown lesbian. Wow. I, I'm just saying. I am just saying. And, and, and Will right behind him coaching volleyball somewhere. Oh, damn. Um, Living with a special friend. <laughs> I'm just saying. And also, this has nothing to do with nothing. I didn't know this was a thing until the Stranger Things rollout started. 
You niggas are sick. Y'all was de- were y'all really dead ass waiting on Millie Bobby Brown to get grown? Or excuse me, not even get grown. Just turn 18. You niggas are sick. That's how men have always been. Y'all say something wrong with y'all. And y'all and y'all wonder why the female species looks at us insane. Are you fucking kidding me? I because women don't do this. Who's they sitting around waiting on to get grown? Not to the extent that we do, but who's named them? Oh, I don't know. Oh, okay. I was gonna say, who's the, who are women sitting around waiting on? I'm sure they did that to Zach Efron or some shit. Oh, maybe they did. I don't know. I'll ask. If, they, if, 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 if women, if that was a thing, if you knew any, don't tell on them, but if, if that was a thing, you know, let us know. Yeah, I, would, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't push it too much, though. Yeah, that's I true. I sound too. weird. Same. Yeah. That's, anyway, um, yeah, that's a good place to go ahead and take a break. We'll be right back with more Foolishness and Fuckery. Y'all know what this is. Sober conversation with the least sober team in podcasting. Pour up. Clap, white people. <laughs> we are back. Yes, we are black. Black. We are opinionated. Highly. Yeah, amazingly enough, I am sober. It is still Labor Day weekend. I am sober for the moment. Don't get it twisted. Still got time. I was say I didn't. I just I'm using my liquor sparingly because I didn't pick up anything. <laughs> but I got enough to get me through tonight and tomorrow. Um, ain't touching that tequila no more though. Learn my lesson. Um, you'll be back. <laughs> I'm telling you that Terramana is just so easygoing. It it, it 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 it's so good. Um. And it's cheaper than Casamigos. It it just is. It just hits all the right notes. Mm. Um, it is time for White People Must Be Stopped. Very sad episode of White People Must Be Stopped, but we got to talk about it. This is why I don't fuck with white people. So, kids got shot at a school in Uvalde, Texas. Actually, we didn't even get to the one in Buffalo. That wasn't white people, but that was a, but that was fucked up. I don't really want to deep dive into either one. I don't <laughs> want to. I don't want to deep dive into either one. We're not going to deep dive. I could talk about the rhetoric that the person that did the Buffalo thing was being exposed to, but I don't want. But I don't want to set these end cells off. Uh. Not on Labor Day, not on uh, not Labor Day, not on Memorial Day weekend. Um, but the the shooting in Uvalde, Texas, I mean, what what what? Fifteen kids dead. Nineteen. Nineteen kids dead. Two teachers. Two teachers. And the what's surrounding this is the cops doing literally nothing. And under the guise, depending on who you ask. Did not have to do anything, mm-hmm. depending on who you ask. Um, and being outside with the parents, and the parents were so frustrated, they were like, well, give me a gun. I'll go get my kid. 
I heard some shit where uh, where it was like the, uh, apparently some of the cops were just going to go in to get their own kids, but that's Sean King said that, so we know not to go with that. Mm-hmm. Um. I get that the general gist is that everyone is sick and tired of being sick and tired. And the frequency, and I get that, I get that too, because people try to convince me, well, it's not that big a deal because it doesn't happen that often. It's terrible, and it's a terrible loss of life, but it doesn't happen that often. Also not true. Because it's getting more frequent. When you have something like this where no action is taken to, to take real preventative measures, mm-hmm. that means it's going to happen more often. It's just going to. And it is happening more often. Because this is just coming off of the Buffalo shit. Well, there have already been over 200-something mass shootings this year alone. Um, they've been doing, it's been happening at the average of like two per day. That's more than there's been days in the year. Yeah. Um, It's, it's disgusting, and it's disgusting that it's we can already see the same things that happen every time happen again. There's going to be a little there's going to be a little political arguing. It's going to become a campaign issue, kinda. Rest assured, nothing is going to change. Nothing is going to change until there is a a viable third party of of citizens who are like fuck democrats fuck fuck republicans fuck all this bullshit cuz I, I i like to believe that the majority of people out there are reasonably minded people who want to see action taken to curb this shit and it it, it just so happens that the majority of voices that are being heard and catered to are either people who are just blindly like Second Amendment, don't tread on me, or on the flip side, are just absolute pussies, or and people it, that are invested. Yeah, and and it's it's it, it it sat real heavy with me this week because it's it's like we're gonna go through all the same motions, you know, all these bullshit thoughts and prayers, and you know, all these questions about how could it have happened. We're gonna launch a full investigation and. And yes, the the Uvalde cops are pussies, but also you have to understand this and understand that. And and Ted Cruz and his recessive chin is gonna is gonna skirt away from the serious questions and fuck Greta Gabbitt. And all these things are gonna happen. The Democrats are gonna gonna throw a motion onto the floor just to show who on the Republican side is gonna vote against the common sense bill to actually do this shit. And then ultimately, nothing is going to happen. Just know, y'all, in the hoodest of hoods, in the one place, in the, in the places where people are afraid to walk alone at night or even drive through, you know, at or below the speed limit, you never hear about the most hood niggas shooting up a school. You don't. You, you never hear about the people that, that are constantly being told are the most dangerous citizens in this country um, by, by popular media and, and people with voices. They are not the ones who are going around and committing mass murders, especially you get at a you school. get told a thing and you're told you're asked to give the benefit give the benefit of the doubt and it goes away without any unpacking at all. 
Yeah. Ask Christopher Dorner. We still don't know what the fuck was up with that guy. We don't. There, just, have, been, there have been I just specials know he, and documentaries. We still don't know what was up with that guy. I just know he looks a lot like LL Cool J. What, what I do <laughs> know... What I do know is that our, our society as a, as a whole is sick. 100%. And whether you, whether you put the blame on guns themselves or the people behind the guns, just know that our society itself is sick. Our children are desensitized to violence. Um, because of the popularization of, of social media and, and other digital activities, People aren't socialized in the way that they were, you know, a generation or two generations ago. There are a lot of things that contribute to all of this. But at the core of it, the people who can make a difference are too invested to not make a difference. And fuck all of them. It's true. It's true. It's true. It, it's, it's only a problem when it hits home. And even then, it's not really a problem. Shit, it's Sandy Hook. Yeah, like white children were killed, and and somebody said it best at the time. They knew that the 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 war on guns was lost when nothing happened after Sandy Hook. Yeah, so a bunch of Latino kids get shot up. Oh, you know for sure for hell ain't shit gonna happen. Yeah, that's a damn shame. And white people, oh man, white people is always monetary interest. The, yep. the NRA has too many markers. Monetarily, to be stood for to be stood up to because both parties are pussy, <clears throat> and it's just the same as in this other story that we missed uh, while we were away. Nick Saban, Nick Saban's a whole bitch. Do, do we do, we didn't talk about this, did we? Uh, I don't uh, remember. We, we didn't talk about it. I've spoken about it with people, but I, I don't. Nick remember Saban is a fucking hater. So. <laughs> The coach of uh, Alabama mm-hmm. basically um, basically Big Ten football's Coach K. Um, he made a statement basically putting out a lot of inf- uh, information, depending on who you ask, false information about um, Jackson State and Deion Sanders um, paying a lot of money, illegally so, to get kids to come over to his program. So here's the problem right there. One, Dion says this is all false and the truth gonna come out and he's sick of Nick Saban's shit. The other part of this is that a lot of other a lot of other people, this is just allegedly, a lot of other people within college football are kind of leaning on Nick Saban to go, hey fam, slow down. Because the second you put his shit out there, you put a lot of people's shit out there, Mm -hmm. including and especially yours. Yes. Because we all know your program has has been at the front of the line mysteriously for years. And the problem with this is, is there any proof out there that Deion Sanders is actively bribing and paying and whatever um, to get these people to come over to the program? I don't know. Well... So I you, don't know. You and, know I, and guess what? I don't care. You know what they're doing. So in the in the last year, you know, they've they've um they've opened up the the NIL 
clause or whatever you want to call it for student yeah. athletes, where they can now make money off of their their name, image, image and, and likeness. And while a lot of universities are not necessarily paying them directly for certain things, there are certain benefits that they can give them. So they yeah. can they can place them in commercials, you know, for the local Arby's or some shit like that. And and that kid can have a potential, you know, pipeline to income as well. Hell, what's wrong with that? I say nothing. I, it's, one, it's time these kids get paid. Number one. For all, the, for all the money that they bring into a school's program and for all the money they bring in from an alumni class, it's about time. And if I'm not mistaken, Jackson State is an HBCU, right? Yes. Okay. So uh, the other question for Nick Saban is, would he be making this much of a stink if this, this student athlete did not go to an HBCU? What if, what if he went to Ohio State? Instead, would Nick Saban be? Would Nick Saban have the same energy? We would never hear about it. No, we would never hear about it. And it's only because Nick Saban didn't go all the way last year, mm-hmm. and now he's watching somebody else be at the front of the line. Yep, uh, which has always been somebody's upsetting the paradigm. Right. That's all it is. Is that because if we really want to talk about it, Nick Saban's program has been at the front of the line for years. Mysteriously so, or not so mysteriously so. So it's really that white people are being beaten at their own game. Hmm. It's literally like when Nicki Minaj was mad because somebody was cheating the streams better than her. That's all it is. Yeah. And and guess what? I'm not mad at him. If If it's true, I'm not mad at him. And if it ain't true, God bless him. People just want because I be, I genuinely believe people just want to work with primetime. That's a that's they a genuine just, thing. They just want to work with primetime. They see what primetime's out here trying to do, and they see how he's trying to change the landscape for better and for always. Yep. And they want to be a part of that. I'd want to be a part of it. And and, and it's about time. Yeah, some of these old white dynasties that just have the money and resources to have whoever they want—that shit is dead. Yep. And Nick Saban and Nick Saban out here talking shit just because it doesn't affect it, just because it, it it affects his bottom line. Now, shut your dumb ass up. Yeah, it's time for you to sit at the back of the line for a little bit and don't go all the way. Absolutely, man. Hit actually hit Deion Sanders with the air horns, man. Yeah, man. Fuck Nick Saban. Now I, I say that with full disclosure. I over the years I won quite a bit of money off of Nick Saban. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I once got my rent paid by having uh, Michael Vick on my team. I'm, you, know, you know, I'm just saying. Immediately post, you know, like right around the time that he got caught with the pit bullshit, and I'm a dog lover. Um, you know, with that said. You know, so full disclosure. Shout, shout out to Mike for paying my rent that one time. Good looking out, dog. Um, <laughs> we ain't shit. We are. We ain't worth a damn. We already. I, you know. <laughs> since your, since Why your are racist, we such hypocrites? Since your racist stories, since your real life racist encounters, we know why. Because we poor, nigga. Well, yeah, that's man. That's why. Look. 
Send your, send your real life racist encounters along with your listener letters, questions for myself, D. Randall, or anyone else you hear on this podcast. Please send those to opinionswildblack at gmail.com. Or you can visit opinionswildblack.com where you can um, where you can find more information on Houston's Most Savage Podcast. Find out ways to listen to us, ways to buy merch. Mm-hmm. And as of Wednesday, and as of Wednesday, June the 1st. Okay. Ways to plug in to our Patreon. Uh-oh. The next phase is here. The next phase is here. If you're listening to this, Wednesday, June the 1st, I will launch Patreon. It's time. Whether you want it or not. Whether you want it or not. Hopefully, hopefully you want it. We already know you want it. You want it because this is why we put it together. You sat through, you've sat through now, what, 183 episodes of this shit? You definitely want you definitely want some more. You definitely want the shit that we can't talk about for free. <laughs> That's right. That's right. God damn it. Um we're gonna be back with the listener letters and the top three STFUs. Y'all know what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh Houston's most savage podcast. Pour up. Pour it. And we're back. We are black. Mm-hmm. We are opinionated. And we're just chilling. Y'all know what it is. Yep. It is time for your listener letters. We got one from Extra Maestro. All right. Borrowing from the Knuckleheads podcast with Darius Miles and Quentin Richardson. Darius Miles and Quentin wow. Richardson have a podcast? Let me subscribe now. Oh, shit. I definitely want to hear that. I want to hear that more than... um. Dumbass uh, Matt Barnes and what's his face? Steven Jackson? Yeah. I mean, you know. Yeah, dumbass and uh, uh, pretty boy dumbass. Um, yeah, I want to yeah, hear Darius and Darius Miles talk shit. Um, start one, bench one, cut one, trade one. From MCU movies, DC animated movies, Harry Potter and extended universe movies and Fast and Furious. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I got, I got to write this down. Because so we we talking about start one, bench one, cut one, trade one, cut one, trade one, and or cut slash trade one. Okay, and hold on, I, I'm start one, bench one, cut trade one. Start, bench, cut, trade. This is easy for me. All right, and what are the who are the, what are the, who are the categories? MCU, uh huh. DC, uh huh. Harry Potter, uh huh. Fast and Furious. <clears throat> MCU. I think they're already. I'm pretty sure they're already starting it, but um, uh, bring back Daredevil, which they are. Yeah, I mean they're starting by default. Phase four, I think, is uh, they they need to pick it up. I like phase four, man. A lot of people ain't really. It's just I, I'm fucking with it because it's finding it, it's people don't realize that in this universe there. This is the phase where we're looking at what a world without Tony Stark looks like. I I get that, and a world where the Avengers have disbanded. I get that. Um. 
I don't know. I just I just need to see. I need to see. And I understand they're doing more world building this time, and they're introducing characters and whatnot. I just, you know, I just, I want that old feeling back, you know? I get it. I get it. Um, so, yeah, they're bringing back Daredevil, so that's not, that, that's not a surprise. Um, bench one, Iron Fist. Let it chill. Wait, are we doing that for each franchise? I'm doing it. For, that's what I got. Okay. I thought they were we talking only have about like the, two listener layers. So. I thought they were talking about the franchise as a whole, whether we were going to start bench cut or trade the franchise as a whole. I thought I was doing each one. I, oh, I okay. don't know. I, I, I don't listen to knuckleheads. So, okay. <laughs> um, bench iron fist cut trade. Luke cage. Mm. Okay. Just off of season two. Um, season two didn't hit for me, so I'll I'll do the same thing for DC then. So for DC, for DC, because I'll bench all the motherfuckers to start over. If I had to choose one, unpopular opinion, um, start start Man of Steel. Say what y'all want. I like Man of Steel. Let's go. Yeah, you know, let's go. Man of Steel, Man of Steel hit. Um. Bench, Justice League. Ooh. Even Snyderverse? Damn. Well, Snyderverse would be up there in the start territory then. Okay. Um, oh, shit. No, I'm, I'm forgetting much worse shit. Um, it's far worse. Bench, Bench, Dawn of Justice. Ooh, Sit yes. that shit down. Yes. Yes. And um, cut both Aquaman and uh, that Wonder Woman 84 shit. That's a good one. That's a good one. Um, Harry Potter is easy for me. Um, start, a, start a Hermione series. Um, bench Fantastic Bench Fantastic Beast. Oh. Ariel would be so mad. Bench Fantastic Beast and cut everything that happened, everything before Goblet of Fire. I watched them all, but Goblet of Fire was where when I actively really started fucking with it. And for Fast and Furious, um, huh. <laughs> this is tough. Uh, no, it ain't. No, they get a uh, start Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we need them back. We need them back. Um, bench most of the rest of the franchise, and then cut trade any anything that has Bow Wow in it. Correct. Get Tokyo Drift the fuck out of here, bro. Yeah, get Tokyo Drift all the way the fuck out. Yeah, of here. that's the the great value. Um, Fast and Furious. Because I can't, I, no, I, we don't get, and it, well, but it's, I mean, now that you look at it, it's actually an important part of the franchise. It's because they retconned everything. Lucas Black ain't an important part of shit. <laughs> we don't, if anything you're saying hinges on the, the, the existence of Lucas Black, I need you to reevaluate. No, we're not doing that. I want to reiterate, y'all, the most recent I almost said episode. The most recent iteration of Fast and Furious had Ludacris and Tyrese in space 
in like a Pontiac Fiero. Eating Tussie Rolls for Wearing deep diving suits held together by duct tape. And somehow made it home in time for barbecue. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. I'm so hungry. I spent all that time eating Tussie Rolls in space. Do you realize that if you and I were in space in like a Ford Taurus (laughs) and somehow made it back to Earth safely for at least a week, we would be the most famous people in the world. Ever. 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 We would be black excellence. Two niggas in a Pontiac Fiero with an engine strapped to it made re-entry. And also, we'd be sent to jail for destroying a satellite. 100%. Yes. Absolutely. And ticketed with some type of traffic violation. And Elon would have us killed. Probably so. Elon would have us killed. Absolutely. 100%. Oh, these niggers made it to space further oh, than I did? these niggers. They didn't even have a dick-shaped they didn't <laughs> crap even, to take I'll say, they didn't even use my Tesla? Come on, man. Yeah, we'd be at, we'd, we'd be the fuck out of there. Um, we'd be banned from Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Um, uh, what else we got? Oh, Euphonic wanted to know. He always says the oddest listener letters that are just based on strange. Uh, what is what, what is this he sent me? Oh, he wanted to know how we felt about. Um, the Winnie the Pooh live action horror movie that is currently in development. Uh, a friend of mine has, well, first of all, I, I thought it was the dumbest idea ever. No, no one asked for that. But a friend of mine challenged me to be open-minded and watch that movie under the influence. I may take him up on that offer. My thing is, if we're really talking about it, <clears throat> Winnie the Pooh isn't already horror. <laughs> It's some fucked up shit Christopher Robin goes through. A genderless, bear-looking character. Not even with his dick out. Like, you know. Just a shirt. Just, you know, befriends a young boy in the forest. It's everything wrong with that. It's, every, it's too many phallic symbols in, involved in this shit. Uh, this boy got this boy got hot pants. Well, Christopher Robin is the original Hoochie Daddy. Mm. I just realized that Christopher Robin is got the original Hoochie Daddy shorts on. You know, they, you know, girls love that now. I don't care if that shit could be the hottest, the hottest shit in the world. Ain't happening. Not doing the Hoochie Daddy shorts. I mean, you know, you never know, man. I don't know. It, 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 what if she t- will show your? Show you her titties in return. Uh-huh. Well, then, well, then it's possible that the Hoochie Daddy shorts could come on. Okay. You know, not in public. But, I'm, yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not with that. I, it, I, I I feel good for all the niggas that, 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 that feel good rocking that. It's not for me. I feel good for niggas that feel, that feel good about the, showing off their little thighs. <laughs> Congratulations. I'm probably not doing it. Um... But shout out to Christopher Robin, the original Hoochie Daddy. Um, who's Hoochie Daddy? We don't know. And I don't want to know the answer to that question, honestly. Um, it, that shit is out of pocket. I saw that little shit. I, I, have you seen the picture? Yeah. They out of pocket. Yeah, I mean, it. they out of pocket. I I, hope, I've only looked at it once, and I only intend to look at it once. They out of pocket for that. I hope it's a dude wearing a poorly constructed mask on purpose, and that's not, like, the actual... I, I think that's exactly what it is. 
like that. You see that shit with Ethan Hawke where he got that mask on and he's in that horror movie? Mm-hmm. Boy, Ethan Hawke getting weird. Is it just me? Uh, I mean, Ethan Hawke getting a little out there. I mean, Ethan Hawke's still doing his thing. I still think he did his thing in Moon Knight. He did his thing in Moon Knight. He did that shit where he was John Brown. He trying to be that. Like he trying to he he trying to be on his Daniel Day Lewis. And maybe he's overdue for that. I'll give him that. Yeah. He didn't really fall into the pretty white boy category like he was supposed to in the nineties. So he always had trouble finding his way. <laughs> so good for him. Um that's really it for the listener letters this week. Okay. Um we appreciate y'all. Y'all know. Oh, well, let me check the Twitter. Let me check the Twitter. There's usually, I always miss one in the Twitter. Um, last I checked, there was nothing in Twitter. But By the way, while you're doing that, I want to send a shout-out, special shout-out to one of our listeners, Night Shift Flexing, a.k.a. A.A. Ron. He and his light-skinned wife, uh, Binky, <laughs> um, both came through for your boy this week. Okay. Um, um, yeah, this is this is a you know a, a purely capitalist um, no thing, but you know they they came through on on some shoes for your boy that I, hey. was, that I was trying to get. So Mr. Night Shift Flexion is uh, I've I've told him that he is now my favorite white person um, for for the rest of this calendar year, um, expiring after twelve thirty one twenty twenty two. So congratulations for that distinction, sir. Air horns. Yeah, that's community for you. Um, I guess this is a good time to go into the top three STFUs. All right. Who are the three people in America that feel so good to be back? Who are the three people in America that need to shut the fuck shut the up? Fuck Number three. Uh, uh, Mark Haynes from the uh, Golden State Warriors front office. Hmm. <clears throat> this nigga was wilding in the tweets, bro. Recently? At least while we were gone. That, this nigga was wildin', boy. Now, the tweets are old. Okay. They have resurfaced. But even for that, I know we get a little, I know everybody's kind of rolling their eyes. Oh, they dug up some old tweets. These are out of pocket even for old tweets. Examples. Quote, wish I could make a commercial about gay people. I would say shut the hell up. Oh. Yeah, that kind of bullshit. Oh, no, I'm not repeating that one. That ain't right. Mm. <laughs> that ain't right. Uh, this gay dude locked up on my boy today. We was going to have to beat the... F- no, no. Beat the F out of him. No, we're not. How oh long ago God. were these? Uh... Let's see. These were 2010. <sighs> boy, it's... he, he must have pissed somebody off, and they went back and were like, guess what? If ru- Hashtag rules for girls if a man... Trigger warning, uh, sexual con- sexual assault content. Um, he says, rules for girls, if a man has you in a place alone and he is trying to rape you. Nope. And there's, nope. Nothing that, there's nothing that he can say after that first part that, 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 that can save him. Nope. Nothing. Un- unless you say try to stab that motherfucker or. I'm sorry. Finish it. I'm not. I, no, no, I'm not finishing that. I, 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 is that one of those? You know, just just take lay it. Lay there and take it. Oh man. Oh, he wilding. He wilding. He's he is od wilding. That's not even the worst ones, fam. 
<laughs> Ladies don't suck balls too hard. That's not cool. They blow pops. Uh, I'll have Phoenix screaming and creaming in one night. Uh, what is his name again? Mark Haynes. H-A-Y-N-E-S. She was using her cell phone as her vibrator and accidentally stuck it in her coochie nice ringing. Oh, God. And Randall's, Randall's looking up this nigga. A 69 to me is head-to-head combat. Let's see who can make the other come first. This nigga looks like Conway the Machine before he got shot. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, look. There's a tweet that says, I issue my sincerest apologies. Of course it is. Took him long enough. Wow. Hatred and ignorance has no place in our society? Imagine that. A lot of Asian people look like Lawrence Fishburne. God damn. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong Does with this Does he still have dog? a job? He can't possibly. It's not possible. <clears throat> it's not possible. This nigga was wilding. This is, this is out of pocket even for 10 years ago. This is OD all the way out of pocket. He got to shut the fuck up, dog. He got shut to. The fuck up. Uh, his head is asymmetrical. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, oh my god! You're so stupid. What is it? What does he do again? Golden State Warriors. <clears throat> what does he do for them? I think he's a. I think he's a court, uh, offensive coordinator. He's on. He's on the coaching squad. I think offensive is right. <laughs> wow. He out of pocket. He out of pocket. Like it's always the ugly niggas too. <laughs> you ain't lying. This nigga looks like the inside of Draymond Green's mouth. <laughs> oh, shit. oh, he's a he's a beat. Oh, He's a beat reporter. That that makes sense. Oh no, no. He's a beat reporter. He's not even part of the staff. He okay, just, he's not. Okay. He just follows the team around and rides dick the whole time. <laughs> this thing, what? The inside of Draymond Green's mouth. That's what it looks like, man. Oh shit! This nigga looks like necessary dental work. <laughs> Oh, he's on leave too. Yep, he ought to be. Holler, bye. <laughs> oh, wow. oh my god, dude! How are you a reporter? And this goes back to what we were saying earlier about everybody ain't a journalist. Everybody's not just because you got a Twitter password. Don't mean that you're a journalist. Like, how are you a reporter and not cognizant of the shit that you've written out there? Oh man. Uh, nigging is an epidemic. Speaking of nigging, number two is Herschel Walker. Um, <laughs> CTE hasn't won yet. <laughs> I think it's winning. I, <laughs> oh man, it's won the battle. It has not yet won the war. Herschel Walker is actively wilding. So he, you know, um, he had things to say. I can't even say he had things to say about gun control because I don't know what that has to do with gun control. He had things to say. Let me see if this is the one. Oh, what happened? Oh, it's because oh, it's on mute. Uh, let's see what happened here. The things that have certainly motivated President Trump endorsements to various candidates has been whether or not they 
accept claim that the was stolen. Do you think the Well, I don't think, I think reported, I don't know. Oh, it's not. Well, he never said that to me. I'm not, I'm not, it's not coming in clear. Basically, in response to gun control, I was hoping I could find it and play it, but this nigga said, in response to gun control, guns don't kill people. <clears throat> oh, do we have it? I got the quote here. Let's go. I'm, I'm going to try to read it in his voice, too. So this is, <laughs> this is what Hershey Walker, is, is he a senatorial or gubernatorial candidate? What is he? I think he's. I think it's good. I think it's. Uh, oh, he, it's for Senate. It's he's for, on the ballot. Yeah, he's on the ballot against mm-hmm. Raphael Warnock. Kane killed Abel, and that's a problem that we have. <laughs> what we need to do is look into how we can stop those things. You know, you talked about doing a disinformation. What about getting a department that could look at young men that's looking at women that's looking at their social media? What about doing that? Looking into things like that, that we can stop that that way. <laughs> But yet they just want to continue to talk about taking away your constitutional rights. And I think there's more things that we need to look into. This has been happening for years. And the way we stop it is putting money into the mental health field by putting money into other departments rather than departments that want to take away your rights. (laughs) Wait a minute. So he did, so the one coherent thing that he did say is that there should be so, some more money being put into the mental health field. He also wants to look at men who are looking at women who are looking at their social who are media. Looking at me, social media. <laughs> so he needs to talk to Governor Greg Abbott, who just took away two hundred and eleven million dollars from the state budget that was going towards things such as uh, such as mental health resources. Um, he needs to take that and have a face to face conversation with Greg Abbott on live TV. I have a better idea. <laughs> he doesn't have to do any of those things. He just kind of shut the fuck up. <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> Don't do none of those things. Oh, man. Go home. Eat some ice cream until sit, your brain melts out from your ears. Sit in a rocket chair, man. And just sit in a rocket chair and think about, and think about days past. And shut the fuck up, dog. <laughs> this ain't right. <laughs> There's a department that needs to look at young men that's looking at women, that's looking at their social media. I think he described you. Nick, 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 Patty Whack, give a dog a bone. That's I think, all I heard. I think Herschel Walker just described you. Maybe. You're a young man looking at women, looking at their looking social at media, social right? Social media. Uh-oh. Oh, man. Next thing you know, he go, next thing you know, he going to suggest that I... Uh, that this old nigga, he played too. He played knick-knack on my shoe. <laughs> knick-knack paddywhack. <laughs> Give a dog a ball. What the hell is going on, y'all? Boy, the Matrix 4 script made more sense than that. Oh, man. He got to shut the fuck up, bro. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with Herschel Walker? <laughs> Every time he says some CTE-related shit, we just got to play that Will Smith. Tell the truth. But this is how you know the GOP. The GOP feels like they can win anything when they can just throw Herschel Walker at you. They got the well because they got Trump. They got the high Joker. Right yeah, they just like man, fuck it. And and who's gonna stand up to him? Beto. No, he ain't got. And y'all, please quit asking me about Beto. He's not. He's not going to win. You know how I know he's not going to win because he hasn't won anything so far. Yeah, he is yeah. a two-time loser. 
that that presidential campaign didn't go nowhere, and he has not even beaten Ted Cruz. So no, I don't have any faith in Beto. O'Rourke. He cannot beat the most unlikable person in the continental U.S. And, and the number one person who should shut the fuck up, Ted Theodore Cruz. I don't. That's not. I don't know if this is real. It's, it's Raphael. Oh, okay. His first name is actually Raphael. Oh, fuck him. His name is Theodore. Uh, Ted Theodore Cruz got to shut the fuck shut up. The fuck up. And, and, and it, it almost doesn't, it almost bears no repeating. The, the word, the name Ted appears nowhere in his actual name. It is Raphael Edward Cruz. Oh, it, 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 there's, there's no Ted. There's no Ted. Oh, boy. Born in Canada. Oh, shit. <clears throat> it's all coming together now. Canada's not bringing their best people. They're not. Canada's not bringing their best people. They're bringing their Ted Cruz's. They're Justin Bieber's. They're Tory Lanes. Uh, They're not bringing their best people. They're Drake's. Drake need to be on the oversight committee. <laughs> Drake and Melissa Ford need to be on the oversight committee <clears throat> who gets to come into America from Canada. Period. I trust anything Melissa Ford says. Almost. A lot of it. Uh, what did Ted Cruz do? Uh, Ted Cruz said some stupid shit. Um, I was actually scrolling. There's too much stupid shit to choose from. There's literally too much stupid shit to choose from that he has had to say in response to the Uvalde shooting. And that alone deserves a shut the fuck up. Because... Ted Cruz is either ignorant or silent on literally every issue imaginable on the face of the earth. And when he's not ignorant or silent on it, he steps to the side uh, because even though he does, we all know he hates him, he is scared to death of Donald Joseph Trump. And he, because he knows that Trump is the party's God right now. Or not the party, but the base. The base loves him. They're going to go wherever he says go. And anybody who opposes him in the party just has to shut the fuck up and step to the side and let it happen. And Ted Cruz is exactly one of these cowards. I'm sorry. Party, party, part, towing the party line or not. The nigga say something about my wife. We throw hands every time we see each other. Even if she is ugly. Like you ain't, (laughs) you ain't, you ain't gonna put me on blast on international TV like that. I, I, there would be a soundbite like nigga, whoop whoop my ass though. Beto did that shit. Whoop my ass. Beto got up there. You told Greg Abbott basically you can't whoop me, hoe. Nope, not gonna say it. (laughs) Not gonna say it. No. Nope. Nope. Oh man. Nope. I was going to do the training day, the training day joke. Nope. nope not Put me in the front seat with him. I bet I whoop his ass. Nope. Nope. <laughs> um, nope. I can't. Ted Cruz is literally the worst that Texas has to offer. Like He's actually worse than Greg Abbott. Light years worse. Greg Abbott is, Greg Abbott is just selfish. He's just, mm. I can deal, see, I can deal with American greed. Mm. He's much more than that. <laughs> he's much more trash than that. Well, I, I, I think he's smarter than Ted Cruz. Well, that—that's not a high bar yeah, to clear. Like I realize, 
But I can deal with his like because his basic line is American greed. He is the he is essentially American Texan greed. I can deal with that. We've dealt with that before in Rick Perry. I can deal with greed because that's not exclusively a white thing. Yeah. And it's not exclusively a Texan as Texan thing, but they make light year uh progress in it. Incompetence and just downright mean spiritedness, I can't do it. Not with Ted. And like and, and, and just the lowest form of trash too. Like this nigga's a ban- he abandons his constituents and blames his daughters every chance he gets, and his daughters hate him visibly, <laughs> very visibly, visibly hate him. Like he is the most unlikable person that I think I have ever come across. And the beard actually made him more unlikable. Didn't TSU let him play basketball over there one time? Are you fucking kidding me? I feel like there was some type of thing no. at TSU one time. No, that's not possible. That sounds like some PV shit. Mm, I feel like there was like a Jimmy PV prob- thing. PV, PV probably let him come over and play dominoes and braid somebody's hair. Feel like he's a part of the culture. Something where they don't have to go to class. They didn't go to class. Yeah, I said it. PV. Oh, wait. What that, happened? That was this year? That was this year. He went to TSU? I don't believe that. He he on February of this year. I don't believe this shit. He 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 went and had a closed door session with Texas Southern University no. on a variety of issues. No. The needs in terms of funding, the needs in terms of infrastructure. Was it was the student government he was talking to? It included a select number of students. <sighs> this these Jack and Jill ass niggas. Upsetting. Upsetting. You Jack and Jill Ah, ass niggas, bro. This was back in February. I'm so upset. I'm so disappointed. I'm so disappointed in Texas Southern right now. I'm still going to homecoming, but I'm so disappointed. What the fuck? Y'all, I know we feel like this ain't the answer no more and that there's other things we can do. Um, on the ground level besides vote, y'all got to get out here and vote. You have to. You have to. People like this don't deserve employment. Oh, but this is what I was talking about here. Back in 2018, um, TSU had a, had a basketball thing. Jimmy Kimmel was there. The Blobfish Basketball Classic. Why is Jimmy Kimmel there? Ted Cruz beat Jimmy Kimmel 11-9 in one-on-one basketball. Ooh-wee. Wait, Ted Cruz beat Jimmy Kimmel? Beat Jimmy Kimmel one-on-one basketball 11-9. No. So, Jimmy Kimmel? Jimmy Kimmel? Shut the fuck up! You got to shut the fuck up, too. And not only that, Jimmy Kimmel lost wearing, sorry, a TSU jersey. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Who the fuck gave him that shit? Why is it two sizes too small? And why does this motherfucker look so winded and Ted Cruz looks like he is the model of health? No. 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 Fuck, man. Fuck Jimmy Kimmel, dog. This is not it. <laughs> this ain't it. Hell no. Y'all could have got anybody. Damn. 
Y'all could have got anybody. And y'all went and found. Y'all, no, no. Y'all supposed to give Jimmy that cur- that jersey after he beats Ted Cruz. I expect this kind of behavior from PV. Woo. I don't expect this from Jimmy Kimmel. Get the. F- Everyone involved in that situation, Ted Cruz, Jimmy Kimmel, and anybody who, whose idea it was in student government to go find him needs to shut the fuck shut up. The fuck up! But sometimes we have to have those uncomfortable conversations. No, no, no. No, shit no. Fuck out of here. I am so disgusted right now. Damn. I did not know this. I did not know this. I am living. It be your own people, man. It be your own fucking people. What the fuck are you doing, Texas Southern? Y'all, y'all, y'all owe it better. Sweat champions don't have to sink to this level. <clears throat> My God. This is why the alumni class. No, I'm not doing that. On, I'm not doing that behind on this side of the paywall. I'm not doing it. Many fans in attendance said that it was the worst basketball <gasps> game ever. No shit. Ah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, the look of disgust. It, it is genuine disgust on your face, man. What the fuck? I'm sorry. I'm sorry to put that on you, man. But I think you deserve to know. Did we do a podcast, D. Randall? <laughs> yes. <laughs> this man looks disgusted. This is bullshit. This is bullshit. This is like when they had Rick Perry speaking at the, uh, speaking at TSU's graduation after he advocated for putting the motherfuckers under their conservatorship. What the fuck is happening to HBCUs, dog? They spoke to Ted Cruz after he had denounced critical race theory. What the fuck? <laughs> at an African American university. I'm so fucking done, dog. I'm done, dog. What the fuck? Yo, it's time. Yeah, it's time to go, bro. It's time to go. I am so livid and disgusted right now. Church announcements? TSU, get your fucking shit together. That's the church announcement. Get your fucking shit together. I blame I, I blame student government. I know it was their fault. These Jack and Jill ass niggas. So boat shoe ass niggas. I, every one of y'all. Every one of y'all misunderstood the assignment by a le- by a light year. What the fuck is wrong with y'all? I hope y'all get stuck in Tulum. I hope all these niggas get stuck in Tulum during a hurricane. What the fuck? Man, get the fuck out. It's time to go. Y'all, everybody else who had to who had to put up with that, thank you so much for sticking with us through this. <laughs> Man, I know I'm going to have some more to say on Patreon. <laughs> Fam, invest in your HBCU. Invest in the health, in the social health, in the, in, in the political health, in the mental health of your HBCU and all the people in it. Um, I'm sorry. So we don't have shit like this go down. Um, Team Oz, we love all of y'all. Um Unless y'all were in that meeting with Ted Cruz. Unless you were in that meeting with Ted Cruz, bro. Hey, fam. Uh, Wednesday is the day. Wednesday is the day we launch Patreon. Um, get your get your coins together. You got. I mean, look, one dollar, five dollar, eight dollars. Yeah, it ain't hard. We made it. We made it affordable for you. 
Um, some of y'all should know. Some of y'all were asking. We're not doing the advanced merch deal tier because that's complicated for right now. So uh, what we're going to do is we're going to, if you sign up for the $5 or $8, well, we'll, for the $8 tier, um, we'll get you an exclusive shirt design. Mm -hmm. And we're going to figure out what that is. I got a couple ideas. Um, Other than that, do Randall anything? No, I I, I think I've said enough already. Sorry. I can't Mm -hmm. believe this shit. Y'all, we're going to be here. This is why we need y'all, and y'all need us. It's symbiotic. Y'all get us through this. We get y'all through this. That's how the deal goes. That's how family works. That's community. I'll see y'all next week. We'll be back with more foolishness and fuckery. Until then, this has been episode 183 of Opinions While Black. I have been Oz. (laughs) I'm T. Randall. As always, forever imparting titties. Can't believe this shit. What the fuck is Jimmy Kimmel doing? It's and it's what are those ones? Nah. Those aren't J's? No, they were not. Good. They were okay. far from it. Okay. That tight ass jersey, man. What the fuck is what the fuck is going on? Bye, y'all. Oh.